You can catch me, I ain't slow. Shorty on my phone, trying to bring it back like a loan. Now I go, I'm always trying to find out what the tag is on my coat, yo. I ain't mean to brag and even bragging when I boast. It's 5 pm in London, and we're back with another episode. I'm here today with um, Mete, aka. Turkish Cypriot Prince. Join in with Cubs as well. Yes, yes. AK Flames. We got Lene with Yo. no tag. What's happening, man? Myself, Mo. I don't have no tag. And then Max, AK Flames. And we also have a special guest with the name of Simon. Yo, what's up, people? Yeah, me. So, uh, what's everyone saying, man? Yeah, good, man. Can't complain. Can't complain. Still here. Still under the under these um, quarantine conditions but yeah just managing managing the day-to-day life i like that i like that i like that man should we get into it yeah all right the first topic of discussion is parliament is back so obviously this week was interesting because since parliament's gone back to session obviously they can't meet in person so it's for the first time ever now they're meeting via zoom Mm. or like through digital means um, and they had the first ever Prime Minister's Question Time virtually. So what that means is that only like a select number of MPs can be in the Commons with social distancing. And then they've got all the other MPs, so we're talking about 650 MPs, who are connecting via online. Mm. And actually, I thought it worked really well. If I'm not going to lie to you, like it's actually it was actually better than the, the real thing because normally, I don't know if you like, watch PMQs, but they're just all shouting at each other. Whereas yeah. this time, it was like much more of like a grown-up conversation because... Normally, if Boris Johnson says something or once someone says something, everyone's like, eh, hey, 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 Well, I, I'd expect it to be better than the normal one because didn't they all spend 10 grand each just to get equipment <laughs> to be to, to be able to work? Yeah. yeah. So I would expect it to be to be a lot better than it is usually, yeah. 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 Now, plus it was uh, Keir Starmer's first um, session as the Labour leader. And I don't know if you like, watched it, but like he put it on to Dominic Raab quite a lot, who's stepping in for the Prime Minister because... Even on the issue of um, testing, when we were talking about this before, the government's now saying, you know, like obviously by next week, by the end of the month, they're meant to have 100,000 tests per day. We're not, yeah. we're not touching but that. But the, the funny thing is, is we're only testing like 18,000 people a day, roughly, mm. maybe 20,000. Like, I don't even know if we hit that yet. With the, yeah. alleged, with the alleged cap- capacity of um, hitting 50,000. Yeah, but the, here's the thing. When Keir Starmer said that, then Dominic Raab was basically said, I'm going to correct you and say that we've got a capacity of 40,000. And then Keir Starmer basically put it on him and said to him, okay, you're saying 40,000, but that means that we're not even testing the 40,000 capacity. So what's the point of having the capacity if you're not testing the people? Mm-hmm. So we've got 40,000 capacity to do a day, but we're mm. only testing 18,000. Mm. So what, what's happening to the rest of the 22,000? It's funny that you say that. I heard today that the website for Corona testing booking or whatever, there's a website that went live today and it crashed immediately due to demand. Yeah. yeah. So, so wait, we can actually order. No, no, no. You have to be a key worker. Okay. Yeah, the certain right. criteria that you have to meet for you to be eligible for that. But as soon as you went live, it crashed. What's the process? Does anyone know? Like, of how they're actually going about testing people? I don't think the government knows. No. That. How, like, how do you test someone online? Do you get what I mean? Like, it's remote. No, you book it. You book it online, Gov.uk. Um, you've got a few options. Either when, when you book it, um, you can get a courier that brings the test to you and it will take it back as well. Okay. Um, well, Apparently they're testing like NHS workers and stuff in like car parks and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chessington, yeah, like, I think they've got um, some today. Yeah. I think Tottenham Hotspur's um, train, um, stadium as well. Ground. Okay. Football ground and the car park, they're yeah. testing them yeah. within their cars and everything as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a bit weird. We diverted a little bit away from the topic. I had a question for you, Mete, actually, mm. because you raised the point. You said they're doing social distancing and there's only a limited number of MPs that could be in Parliament. Do you know what the number is by any chance? 
what the number of people that are allowed 30 or 40 people oh so not even, not even half not no, even half cause, no because basically the commons isn't actually that big so I don't know if you don't ever watch Prime Minister's Question Time yeah. but when it's full even then there are people standing so yeah, there yeah, isn't yeah. there isn't enough seating for all of the MPs mm. yeah. so um, the way they've done it is is that pe- they still have to observe social distancing but it wasn't like two metres apart it was way more apart oh, okay. than what it usually okay. is so it's okay. only like I think maybe like if I'm wrong I'd say at top end 40 people but it looks about like, of it. Yeah, it was actually they were quite distant from each other yeah they were quite, quite question. there's always been six, 650 MPs so why why is there not enough seats for everyone that's, that's a good question but I think Parliament's just not no I think the number of MPs may have changed over time I'm not 100% okay. connect because even now there's a discussion about whether they want to reduce the number of MPs mm. from 650 to 600 wow interesting yeah. uh, what did you make of it though the whole like them working from home like do you like the idea of it do you think it's something they'll continue with personally I think it's it's a good um, step forward in the sense that not just in Parliament necessarily but I feel like like we can use technology in many ways in our day-to-day life, whether it's at work, whether it's at parliament, to kind of do things that we don't have to do in person, mm. just to save a lot of time. Yeah. And I feel like, because we're now forced to having to explore these options, we're now seeing that actually it's not a bad oh, thing, right? Yeah. So yeah. for example, like online voting, so some of the MPs are now voting digitally. Mm. And I think like, hopefully people can see that actually it's not a bad thing. Because even me as a councillor, all of my council meetings, are being done in the same way that Parliament are doing it. And yeah, and it's better because you save time for having to go to meet someone. Mm. Um, obviously, right now it's more um, it's safe as well because you're not meeting and interacting people, and you're still able to do the same thing. That like, it doesn't really change it. And I actually think it kind of like, in a way, it kind of um, stops people from having like you know like confrontation and argument. So yeah. when you when yeah. you watch the Parliament PMQs, it was a very grown up conversation. If you watch a normal PMQs. What platform were they using? Zoom. 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 Okay. Yeah. But then I read I read an article, I think it was on The Guardian. No, no, Washington Post talking about, you know, this um, virtual Q&A session that Parliament had. And it said that even then they still had technical issues. Some people were disconnected, stuff like that. So do you ever feel like Zoom could get to a level where it could replace face-to-face meetings in the workplace in general? Forget Parliament. Yeah, I feel workplace. like this is just growing pains, like something they're doing for the first time. Yeah. So I think mm. as obviously time goes on, they keep doing it, the experience will get better. Mm. 100%. Mm. But I think mm. even Zoom is being used as like a contingency plan because of the crisis that we're facing. So, yeah. I mean, every business and organisation is using this to actually hold their meetings and mm. stuff like Stop that. So this has gone up, bro. Why, what's the problem with doing it with yes. Parliament as well? And yeah. apparently from reports that I read personally, I heard it was actually decent. It was actually yeah. quite good. Yeah. Parliament, the Prime Minister's... Fair dues, yeah. fair dues. Um, slightly off topic, it's to do with this as well, but I just think, um, yeah, like you said, the whole um, process of working from home is something that will change after this is all over. I feel like, yeah, 100%. that more companies are going to introduce that procedure. 100%. It's cheaper to run your business if you have more people working. Yeah, like you're not worried so about cost of rent, yeah. stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, 100%. One thing I actually saw as well, which was interesting today, um, I saw someone tweet something about um, basically, do you think that situation will reflect on house prices? Cause because because like a lot of people basically they live close to central, so they can actually get into work. Yeah, to but, Yeah, obviously, like with the situation where yeah. you're working from home, would that apply? I think definitely, like in the short, immediate term, like I think um, house prices are gonna naturally go down, but especially because obviously of like one because of Brexit. I think the other thing is as well, like we're not really gonna ever know what the true impact of Brexit is now because of coronavirus. 
mm. in the sense that like it's that's going to be cloud, it's mm. going to be clouded over yeah. by mm. uh, coronavirus. But I think definitely it's going to um, the the prices will for sure like go down but in the immediate term. Man. But I think ultimately in London, let's not forget like there's always a London is a, a hub for everything. Whether it's education, everyone wants to come and study here from across Europe. We've got the best universities. Uh, when you look at like our financial market, so. Ultimately, London, the rent and demand for, for buying and renting will always be high. high. Yeah. So prices will never drop that yeah. too much. This was more so in, in regards in to area, yeah. so like zones. So oh, like, yeah. you know how you have zone one, which is close to central, which is basically where people travel to go to work more than any other area. Mm. Would that still apply? Because if everyone's at home, they, they don't need to be close. It's not, they're not worried about a commute. You get yeah. what I mean? Mm. But I feel like you're kind of seeing, I don't want to sort of like, we're going off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I don't well, want to steer it too far just, just to say that on, the, on that topic, that is already happening anyway. Because, mm. like, when you look at transport with, like, Crossrail coming in, like, connecting out of London boroughs quicker to Central. Yeah. It's already a Yeah, so what people are yeah. already doing now doing is they're buying properties from out of London. Barking, mm. slow, it's yeah. easier to travel yeah. in anyway. Yeah. So I feel like that's already happening. No, for real. All right, let's move on to the next one. Um, I don't know if you man kept an Apple, uh, Apple, Apple eye. <laughs> I don't know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, yeah. It's the fastest, bro. So yeah, man, the oil price has dropped in it. The oil price has dropped this week. Did you man manage to fill up your tanks and stuff? I don't drive. No. <laughs> I cycle. I'm a good citizen. But what did you think of that? Even if you don't drive, like the whole thing about you know in America, that I think it's the American uh, oil companies. The yeah. the price of the barrel was actually in the negative. For the yeah. first time ever. Mm, yeah. So even even if you don't drive, like, what was your take on that? Um, I think it's obviously like it's good for the public in terms of you're getting a cheaper deal, but um, you're not actually driving as much. You're driving less anyway. So mm, yeah. even though it's a good deal, there's no real yeah, benefit because you you're not yeah. actually going anywhere. Going you know what I mean? Do you know what's yeah. the, the maddest thing as well to add to what you said? The actual prices of oil in, in the high street have not changed. Mm. Since this yeah. happened, mm. they've not changed at all. And this and this begs another question because majority of what we pay when we fill up our tanks or whatever is in VAT. And then the, the, the there's yeah. a different pricing structure that companies use. I saw that as yeah. well. So it's like VAT mixed with also government tax. Yeah. So yeah. government tax is actually fifty seven p of the, the let's say for example the price is a pound a liter yeah. for them like when they're buying in. Um, Bulk. Yeah. Sorry, no, sorry. So it's, it's 9p a litre when they're yeah, buying yeah, bulk. Yeah, yeah, that's the actual yeah, price. But the they, when they're selling it on to us, there's VAT added, which government is around tax. 20%. And, and, then the the, and, the, and the owner of the pump company or whatever, yeah. they add their charges. Yeah, well. yeah. yeah. So, so technically, as a consumer, you're paying know. 9p for the product. Okay. And the yeah. rest is just mm. other charges. Yeah. So okay. this begs another but, question. But we're not getting a deal then. Like, it's not gone lower for us, has it? No, not at all. Um, not the thing is, for them, itself. it's like, because, especially in these kind of times, because they're selling less in general, people mm. aren't going anywhere. There's it's no like, why there. would they change their price? Because now, in fact, you probably want to keep your price or like increase the price if so you, you can, can try and make up the margin. Do you get what I'm, you get what I'm trying to no, say? No, for real. Yeah. But then, What's the point if you're fixing the price? Do you know what I mean? The whole the whole principle of like you know being a retailer, the supply and demand. Do you know what I mean? And like if if uh, if the if the cost of the product has gone cheaper, yeah, why is that not reflected to the consumer? Um, do, do you know? What I yeah, mean? I think it it's be. yeah, it should be a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. I think it's um it's just a case of them trying to. It's, it's, I guess it's different business strategies. Mm. So it's like one company will try and lower the price to draw in customers. But that made them reflect on their profits badly. Do you get what I mean? It's like you're getting more customers, but you're not making as much money. Because one, they're not driving as much, but also that you're actually selling it for a lower a lower amount. 
I, I don't know if you lot have seen though, but like actually um, in the last, yesterday actually, mm. um, the US oil prices actually took a surge up by 20%. Mm. I saw it that. has, yeah, there, yeah. there was a cash injection that was, that yeah. was so happening. apparently though, um, what I saw was Donald Trump done a tweet. About Iran. And it was, yeah, so I'll just read it out now. It says, he said, I have instructed the United States Navy to shoot down and destroy any oh, yeah. and all Iranian gun gunboats if they harass our ships at sea. Apparently, as soon as he tweeted that, the next day, oil price went up by like 20%. <laughs> <laughs> that Twitter obviously, account is mad. <laughs> yeah. It's like a If I'm honest with you, so I think the media are kind of hyping it up. If, yeah. if, let's, be, let's be honest. I don't think that tweet... What, what, which one? The, the tweet or the oil prices? The tweet. Okay. So you know how they say this tweet caused a 20% yeah. hit rise in the it oil price. Though, I think it did influence it, yeah. but I think it was going to go up anyways because if you think about it, it went down by minus 80% or something. Yeah. So realistically, it's going to go up. How much lower can it go? Yeah. Yeah. Minus I think... Yeah, there's that there's that side to it. So the chances are it was probably going to go up anyway. But I feel like Donald Trump Donald Trump tweets to antagonize people of a lot of the time. Mm. So it's a smart move. Yeah, I feel like his Twitter move. is honestly it's like a meme account. He's a he's a proper <laughs> troll when he tweets. So he, he's definitely going to get a reaction from certain quarters when he's yeah. tweeting certain well, things. And he knows that. Yeah, and yeah. He knows that. He don't care either, which is hilarious if you ask me. But I think I think on the old prices thing, I think the other thing we should know as well is like this isn't something that just happened over this week. I think actually when you look at the Middle East, like there's been problems recently with like all uh, Russia and Saudi Arabia. Yeah, yeah. Like there's a lot of yeah, like, OPEC, uh, yeah, yeah, like Saudi Arabia like took a big hit recently in terms of like they lost a lot of money. Walk, walk us through that. What's, what's the background behind that quickly? So obviously with um, with Saudi Arabia, so they obviously like historically have their bit their, their biggest cons- um, producer, producer of, yeah, of um, oil. oil or in the sort of petrol in the sense that we know. Um, so what's happening is there's this that like, big power struggle between. Uh, countries like Saudi Arabia and Russia. The reason why is it kind of li- links to Iran, which is why Trump took a dig at Iran because Iran has sanctions. So Iran can't buy um, oil from um, Saudi Arabia and other countries. So what it does is it buys it from either Russia or from like China. Mm. Um, sorry, not from China. Sorry, it, it buys it from like Russia or like other countries that are indirectly influenced by China. So for example, in Africa. Where, mm-hmm. where China extracts the oil. South Sudan, maybe. Exactly. Okay. And, and these countries basically undercut Iran's prices. So basically, it's a bit of a political tension. Mm. I mean, we could talk about this in a long depth. There's a lot of historic thing to it. But basically, there's a power struggle between, I guess, the US and Russia via Iran and Saudi Arabia. It's like a proxy, terms, a proxy yeah. cold war, basically. Exactly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And that's know? been going on for a while now. Like, I feel like the US thing has happened over the last... Um, the last week. The other thing you should know as well um, is that the US uh, um, has actually reduced the number of oil that it imports from countries like Saudi Arabia. So if you look at the last 20 years, the trend of how much it imports oil from Saudi Arabia or the Middle East has actually stayed static. It hasn't, okay. They haven't increased it. What they have done is they've heavily in, um, invested into shell gas. So when you look at the um, America, they're the biggest producers right now of shell gas. Okay. And what they're trying to do is they're trying to shift that way okay. but that whole energy sector is interesting because China is definitely the biggest player in the energy sector because you know they just have so much demand for energy but then this is a whole another topic where yeah. we can talk about renewable energy, energy <laughs> and everything so but yeah this is like a 
ongoing yeah. thing yeah there's another thing that I want to raise about Trump but let me save that for later let me follow the structure that I have <laughs> <laughs> I know I know yeah Trump is too much man but um, remember last week we talked about China and how they changed the official death kind of we were getting yeah. on to them yeah. well it's funny that the UK is kind of doing the same it yeah. turns out that deaths that are happening in care homes and deaths that are happening at home are not being counted in the official COVID-19 death rate what do you mind think about that? I don't. Th- I don't think it's, it's it's malicious though. I just think it's incompetence. Whereas in China, they're just trying to keep their numbers down because they they know they fucked up from the beginning. But but what what makes you do you have? What makes you think? I that? think gen- generally people in care homes they they're receiving palliative care, so mm. um, it's it's gonna be a case of where they're gonna pass away soon. That's why they've been yeah. taken to a care home. So I don't mm. think it's as deep as China's one, mm. but. They should still be held accountable for the deaths that are happening in homes. Hundred percent. The problem is, right? We're not testing people. So if someone dies from someone just dies, don't you is. don't even know why, why they have died. So the problem is because we're not testing people, we don't know what the cause of death is as well. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Given this, especially with the um, the strain that the NHS has already in terms of like carrying out autopsy and all that sort of stuff as right. well. So I think the problem is, and the other thing as well, I think in defence of the government. They're not going to be able to give you a daily count of care, mm. people who die in care homes, because when it happens in hospitals, for example, mm. it's you know the hospitals are able to report how many people have died, right? Mm. With care homes, it's how do you the bit about collating that information is much more difficult. Do you not I think, think it's, it's easy? easy. Yeah. It's do you easy not think it's easy? easy. Do you not think it can be 100%. easily done? Do you not think it can it be? It can easy? be easily done, but the thing is, you're, you're talking about a a very a crisis moment right now where there's a lot of effort. Look, the problem with the government right now is that their whole approach to addressing coronavirus has been solely focused on hospitals, right? Whereas what they haven't done is they haven't put emphasis and focus, or they say they have, on as much as on like care homes. Yeah. Can I interject? Let me just yeah, yeah, say something quickly. So you're in a, in a roundabout year, you're saying the government's approach to this has been shit. Yeah. Because really, truly, fam, if you're telling me that... um. If, you, if, if you've checked the news over the last week as well, there was a Sunday Times report in relation to how Boris Johnson handled the whole corona, coronavirus crisis and whatnot. He didn't turn off to five cobra meters, but that's another story for another day. You but, know what it is? You say it's but, another story, yeah? But that's a scandal. It is a scandal. Because a cobra meeting isn't meant to happen without mm, a prime minister. Mm. It's a, so the, the definition of a cobra meeting is an emergency crisis meeting. Something's mm. happened. When something's really seriously happened mm. and it requires... This man took 12 days annual leave in February. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Whilst all of this was happening, he didn't attend one cobra meeting. He right? doesn't mm-hmm. like to work weekends as well. Yeah, and that's country retreats apparently. Country retreats, <laughs> chilling <laughs> on the beach. Yeah. And, and, and apparently he was being, you know, um, he was being briefed. So you've been briefed throughout the whole of February about the outcome of the cobra meetings, but at no point you thought that this is serious. Where I need to be here. Oh, with you. I think I think with Boris in general, it was very clear from early on that he has not been serious about this. From time when he said that he's gone to a hospital, shaking people's hands, where there was corona patients Bonkers. in the hospital. Mm. Bonkers. That's that the only word I That just clearly showed Bonkers. that he's not taking the situation seriously mm. at all. Mm. And what happens a month, month and a half later? Bro, a week or two later. Yeah. Like, it wasn't yeah. even think, a month, man. I think it was, it was a month, I think. I think it was a month um, mm. later. He gets corona himself. Yeah. He gets taken into intensive care. Mm. So it just, it just shows. I'm... I really hope that that's made him realise how serious the has he has he even um, released is, any sort of form of statement it's not, it's not officially back it's not officially back it's still recovering do you know do you know when you realise that this country has gone so bad 
when someone like Piers Morgan is being counted as our national hero <laughs> that's a very wild <laughs> statement like, <laughs> a very I'm wild not, statement I'm not the biggest fan of Piers Morgan I do watch a lot of his interviews because they are interesting I'm not a big fan of him because some of his morals for me he's a waste isn't, 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 isn't he's a waste he'll say something fantastic the next day he'll go and be racist exactly. yeah. that's what he does but, the way he's does. handled, the way, the way he... For real, for real. <laughs> for real. Yeah. But the way he's handled um, the situation with his corona by interviewing um, politicians and stuff. Mm. So, for example, Matt, Han- Matt Hancock and stuff. It's been it's been very good. Mm. Like, very, very good. Mm. So you can't, you can't fault him like that. Do you know what? I, I lean with Lenny. I do 100% agree with the fact that out of all the journalists and, you know, news outlets that we have, the only person that's actually been pressuring the government it's Piers Morgan. That's true. Yeah. But don't forget, Piers Morgan has a big platform. Mm. He's got GMB, right? That's yeah. not the point. No, no, hold on. Hold on. I'm, I'm not trying to say that. That's I'm not point. trying to excuse other journalists, but what I'm trying to say to you is this: is you're talking about a man who's got his own TV show yeah, where they have point. to come onto it and he can scrutinize them. The other journalists have to attend a press conference in which they have one question. You've touched the surface. The fact of the matter is, he's not doing anything amazing. All he's exactly. doing is he's doing the right thing. And he's holding people he's, accountable. He's, he's exactly. asking the right yeah. fucking questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's exactly these, what these, these other guys that come on, no. they're just tiptoeing around questions because they want to come back. No, and he's probing that's what an is. answer. He's actually probing an exactly, answer yeah. from, from the actual... Yeah, he's doing nothing spectacular. Because let's be, let's be honest, what every politician has been doing is in these press conferences, the media will ask a question, yep. they will literally repeat what they've said in their speech for the press conference. Whether it that's makes sense. Just, it it makes just twist the words a bit. They're spin doctors. Yeah. Like, let's be honest. But, and what Piers Morgan has done, he's actually probing them to actually give the answer to the question and to some to, to shed some light is he's actually making them feel accountable for yeah. their actions for once but the for thing once, is yeah. you guys are forgetting I'm not disagreeing with you right but Piers Morgan look the difference is this Matt Hancock appears on GMB that's Piers Morgan's show mm. right I guess so hold on a second so if you've got a five minute slot you're going to talk about what he wants to talk about he's mm. in charge the difference with the journalists who go to the press <clears throat> conferences that's not their show so they get they, they get unmuted to ask a question through a TV that they get put on. They ask a question, then they get muted by a press, the press office. They're allowed to ask one follow-up question, that's it. But that, I get that, 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 that doesn't stop you asking the, the, the relevant question. So that doesn't matter. Yeah, doesn't matter. No, I, I agree with you, but what? That doesn't matter, bro. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, no, he's right. It's like, um, the question, it depends on the question you're asking. Like, they get one question and a follow-up question. That doesn't excuse the question being good or bad. Do you get what I'm saying? It's in your the power's in your hands. No, I'm not right trying question. to excuse it, but what I'm saying is, is like I don't feel like we should all sit here in awe of Piers Morgan. No, oh, amazing. He's just, like, he's that's just what we're saying. We're not saying that at all. He's just doing the right thing. I do get Mete's point. Um, fair enough, because I feel like the media in press conference they can't really probe on a question. They can ask the question. Whether they get the answer they're or not, they're they carry on with it. Yeah, they're 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 they've been told that they can't yeah. come to meetings if they don't do um, ask the right let, questions. Let me let yeah. me interject. Let me interject here. Yeah. In this country, we have multiple news outlets. Exactly. It's not just that's we have that, multiple that news outlets here. Yeah. Yeah. All of them have a platform strong enough for them to invite these no, politicians. No. Yes, they do, bro. Yes, they do. No, our media. This is where you're wrong, right? The reason why you're wrong is because in our media we have media biases. Okay, so there are certain media outlets like Daily Mail, The Sun. They're not media. Know. Daily Mail, that's entertainment, bro. That's entertainment. Technically, they're media. They're huge. They're the biggest impact. They're the ones who have the biggest. It's impact a tabloid newspaper, hundred percent. They will always support 
the government or like well Boris Johnson and because that they, that that's their guy that's the ones who that's, that's who they supported in the run up to oh, right, shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. getting heated getting heated in the kitchen so Ramadan's getting to <laughs> so, so, so the, 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 the point I'm trying to make to you is this it's like let's not pretend that we live in this like fantasy country where we've got a very sort of like freedom for press where or, or not necessarily freedom for, we do have freedom for press but let's not pretend that we have an equal um, playing field for all media and that they, they're all there just to find out what's the best a lot of them have got an agenda political agenda right and you see that with the elections and that's fine but okay. that still doesn't address the issue of why Piers Morgan is the unsung hero of this period he's it not should, an unsung it, it hero let me just finish the point let me just finish the point yeah? there's a lot of accredited journalists within this country that could do his job better where are they now do you know what it's I mean? True. Where are they now? Let's be let's be honest. He kind of is an unsung hero though, because he's the only person that's doing it. He's not a hero, and man. If, if, if I'm honest with you, <laughs> he's doing this thing. <laughs> if, if I'm honest with you, he is making people actually realize how much the government has effed, effed up. Mm. If you if, if let's let's be he's honest, holding them accountable. we're not. He's holding them accountable. We're not getting answers from the politicians themselves. So mm. it takes someone to bring it out of them, mm. and he's making them look like he's rattling them. Like let's be honest, he's this making is them look like idiots. Simon. Be, be the judge for us here. Where, where do you sit in the in the Piers Morgan debate, man? I don't know, because I haven't been really following it too tough. Um, but obviously what I can say is the government kind of messed up in a way. Um, obviously, if you look at other countries, um, they were quite, well, they were more strict when it comes to, to lockdown. Mm-hmm. Obviously, with us, um, yes, we've got a lockdown, but I've, I went for a stroke, because obviously they're telling you you should go for a daily stroke. And I've gone to the park, and there's people out there, you know, congregating there's seven plus people and i think that as a country we're too we're too lenient yeah. i think there needs to be a lot more of a stronger lock point where the government has to step up and say you know what if you guys don't take this seriously we're gonna have to shut down the whole country but i think the government ain't got the balls to do that yeah mm. it's funny you mentioned that actually because um something that we mentioned last week as well Westminster Bridge again. Yeah, it happened it's again. It's happened again. Yeah. And I think there was a bigger crowd this time yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It happened again. It happened again. Yeah, yes, it the worst thing was bigger and better. the worst thing was there was now the NHS, NHS ambulances there <laughs> all lined up. Lined up on the bridge. Yeah, yeah we're much closer together, together as well. Mm. This needs to stop. And that is ridiculous. That is so ridiculous. Because also, like me, I'm a normal guy. I went, I went to the park. Also, I went with someone that's not classified as someone from my household, but. We police chat. <laughs> police chat. You're one of them. You're one of them. No, 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 no. no, no. I saw him on the bridge. We kept our two meter distance, but obviously he's from the same area as me. So, well, technically same flat, but we kept our distance. Police try and move us on due to the fact that we don't we, look, we don't oh, look like we're from the same uh, same house. Oh, but man. when you look at things on Twitter on on, on that stuff, I've got a question about that. How did you look that you're not from the same house? Obviously, I'm mixed race and he's white. Turkish white, so okay. it's obvious that we're probably not from the same asshole. Okay, okay. And when you when you see stuff on Twitter like this, it's like it's, it's contradicting what they're trying to do. Like, why is there police yo, 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 on the bridge yo, 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 along with other people as well clapping? This is mad. Lene, Lene. When you said the yo yo yo, I know fuck this. Ooh. So we, Ooh. it's getting heated in it. <laughs> it's getting heated indeed. <laughs> so, so for the second, the second week in a row, let me get this straight, right? Predominantly, it was essential workers that were gathering together, the ones that we fucking need right now. Yeah, that were do, that were clapping. Yeah, yeah, together. Yeah, the ones that we need. Yeah. Wow, that. What's your take on that, Lenny? 
I think I might be in a bit of trouble if I tell the truth. No, go no, we're spending too much time on this topic. Yeah, anyway. Just say something about the topic, though. Yeah, we're all idiots in the sense that listen, like, oh, like, 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 in one way, if let's say what Simon said happened where we had like some proper um, restrictions where the army, the police were on the street, you couldn't walk. Like how it is in other countries where mm. they literally stop cars. We're all going to be sitting there complaining saying, where's our freedom? Blah, blah, care, blah. No, but hold up. We've been given the opportunity to act as responsible adults <laughs> and to follow the rules. But then we're not following the rules. And then the same people, yeah, will sit there and complain when the police come my, 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 my friends we've mentioned this my point friend. in last week's episode you yeah, have mentioned yeah, this point yeah. in common last week's sense episode. is not common, common. Yeah. exactly okay. exactly <laughs> that's it let's keep it moving exactly. let's keep okay. it moving the next topic in discussion is um the trump the trump anti-lockdown protest would you not think of that um what did he say it's it's, it's it's basically what happened is he messed up a week and a half ago he basically said that um it's up he has the control to lift the lockdown measures in the United States Constitution, that's not how it works. The um, governors of each state have the power to do that. So because of that row, he's now in a position where he feels embarrassed because he doesn't have the power to lift up, lift up the restrictions. So what he's now doing is he's telling um, his supporters to go out and protest in predominantly areas where there are um, Democrat governors to kind of show defiance to lift up the lockdown measures. His argument is is that basically not all areas in America have been affected and that they should some areas should go back to normal life. Mm. But then his own um, chief advisor, uh, Dr. Fauci, is saying even if an area is not affected, that doesn't mean necessarily that you should just kind of lift the lockdown measures because, you know, about a month ago, we all had like, what? Zero cases. Exactly. Mm. But it's not going to stop it happening. So but how many tests are they doing out there? They're not, they're I not, think more than us. Nah, they're doing a lot. Yeah, they're doing a lot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they are. Yeah. But so that's the story behind the anti-lockdown protests. Yeah. So there, there's there's been loads of pictures and videos circulating this week of like Trump supporters with like mega hats, for example. I think even with guns yeah, coming out, congregating. But then you have like nurses who will come out and stand against them. But then it was like an awkward <laughs> encounter because the you, the nurses are coming out to fight against. Trump protest that not fight but they're just standing there in front of them saying like, what are you protest. Doing? like why are you out why are they out huh why are they out because they're trying to tell them to go back in but they're observing that's it. someone else's job no but your job right now is to look after no, people that are sick no they're not there, they're not there in crowds we're talking about one or two nurses mm-hmm. we're not talking about um a hundred nurses congregating we're talking about one or two nurses I think there's like wrongs on both sides if I'm honest with you I think Trump he's very economy orientated um, I think his main goal throughout his pre- presidency is just to get the economy booming, if I'm honest with you. But the way he's taken this approach towards Corona, it's obviously made 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 so many people um, so angry to the point where they're putting their own health at risk, coming out and protesting. Like it's it's it's, it's a wrong say today? He said something today, isn't it? Oh, he said a madness. So, so everyone must have heard, heard this on Twitter, but um, he basically said, inject disinfectant, so like dental bleach, and that can be a kind of cure for corona. Let me just say one thing. Let me just say one thing. Do you man hear his logic though? 
Okay, wait. No, you didn't openly say it listen, like that. Did you, did you, not even do you man hear the logic? Did you hear the method of consumption? Inject. <laughs> <Yeah>. said <laughs> inject. Not even drink. Not even inject. Do you know what it is? Do you know what? Do you know what? Do you know what the problem is though? Yeah, this just shows a lack of political experience. Leave that stuff to the scientists, the health ministers, the stuff like that. Wait, the experts. It's the, it's the Don't one say, ah. Um, the cure to Corona. Drink bleach, bitch. What, 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 he, it's like he, he's a scientist, but he's no, a very crap one. But it's like, the way he what says I'm it. thinking is no. He was like, what I'm thinking That's is, good. if we can get some sort of bleach or disinfectant and maybe turn it into an injection. He's thinking out loud that, instead that's, of. That's, yeah. that's, yeah. That's, that's not. That's not what's stupid. What's stupid is the people that are actually going to do it. Do it yeah. next week. Do you, do, you, um, do you think people will actually yes, follow? Yeah, so brands like companies such as Dettol and stuff like that. The CEOs come out. They had to make an actual public statement. Yeah. Guys, do not, do not consume a product. But it's, it's, it's the way he says it, man. It's not even like he says it with conviction. He's thinking out loud, like Mo said. But it's, it's the way he says it. He's like, he was like, he's just thinking out, and he's like, yeah, I think you know, we can see it. It, it kills it in one minute. He goes, he goes, I, he, he, he goes, he goes, he goes, <laughs> he goes like, exactly. He goes. I think it could be a great idea because it's very. Because and he's looking back at someone yeah. like a scientist. Yeah, like, he's, waiting like, oh, yeah. Like, he's waiting for the cosine. Like, don't, don't look at me, don't look at me, boy. Do you know when it comes to things like what frustrates me is that the advisors around him, like who's sitting this guy down and saying, "Please don't." They are him telling him because you're making him. him do more work. It's no, it, they they are telling him this, bro. Do you know what it is? It's, it's him. He's the problem. So so do you know what it is? I was actually talking to Mo earlier about this point. I think it's very much an ego thing. I think the thing with Donald Trump, you have to kind of judge him as a person. So before this whole presidency and stuff, he's come from a rich family. He's um, been one of the richest guys in the world. And he just thinks he's got so much power in his hands. Entitlement. Entitlement, exactly. And now that he's actually president, he thinks that it's his way or the highway. So he thinks he's got all the answers. But what he doesn't understand is America is actually a democracy, not a dictatorship. So he needs to kind of look after the people as well, rather Mm. than... Just saying whatever I say goes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It don't make sense. Mm. Well, even in, in in general, like funny, America and here as well, man. In terms of like a lockdown exit strategy, obviously it can't be a lockdown forever. Mm-hmm. How do you not see this exit strat- strategy panning out? Do you think we're gonna have one here in the UK soon? Because mm-hmm. I heard Scotland were talking about releasing their plans. I don't know if they've already released it, but there were talks about they were gonna release their plans yesterday. But um. Yeah, we we, we know what an extra strategy looks like, but we're just not doing it. What does it look exactly. like? We can't what, get what does it look like? So it's literally to having every, everyone tested. Mm. Yeah. Follow, following uh, Germany's suit or South Korea's suit where you get a certificate after once you've been cleared, then you can go out. Simple as that. You could even um, you could even get like a like a nap on your phone. Yeah. So basically, yeah, so basically show you that okay, you've been tested yeah. and you're you know, negative. Yeah. It's the fact that when this whole corona stuff was coming out, the UK said, Matt Hancock said, we're well prepared. <laughs> yeah. And we're one of the least prepared countries. No. And we're the fifth richest country. Can, can I say one thing that I've seen on social media that cracked me up? <laughs> it said, one thing this outbreak taught me is the UK is a third world country wearing a Gucci belt. <laughs> you know how mad that is? You know how mad that is? It's time to. I died, man. I need to dash my phone out the window. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's true though. <laughs> that is true, man. If you think about it, that is true. <laughs> Putting it into that context. It's mad, it's mad. I just think, yeah, like the, the coronavirus just exposed like a lot of inequalities in society mm. and it yeah. amplified it like times by 1,000. Um, and I think on the issue of the exit strategy stuff, right, I think we're just acting too prematurely and talking about something that 
is not priority right now. It's right now, the most important thing is is that we get to like I was listening to Andrew Cuomo, like I don't know if you like so the new governor, he's like he's being brilliant um, in fact this whole thing. And he was saying this on Trevor Noah show where he was saying basically you're never gonna get the cases down to zero. That's never gonna happen, right? Mm. Until you get a vaccine. Mm. Like forget that. That's not gonna happen. So right? the virus will always be active. But what he said is is we need to get to a low constant point. So that so what you need to do firstly is get the death death numbers and the cases to a lot the lowest point you can get it to and then keep it constant. So for example, if you're getting 10, you want to keep that 10 for like a two week period. Then you start to ease lockdown. The chief medical officer in the UK already said, he ruled it out, he said it already when they were talking about it the other day. He said, I'm gonna just be honest with everyone. We're not gonna go back to normal life. We're still gonna to have to observe social distancing until there is a vaccine. And mm. even though we started vaccine um, like this past Thursday, Thursday yeah, yeah. it's still not gonna be available by next year. The reason for that is because you've got to test it, it's got to be properly well tested, and then you're talking about producing it and then scaling it. So, mm. Meta, everything you just said, how do you do that? Like, what's so, the, what, what's what's the, the strategy? The, the ex- you're saying... The exit strategy is this right now, yeah, is we carry on doing what we're doing right now, which is we're observing social distancing, staying at home. We get the numbers to the lowest point it can get to. Once it gets to the lowest points we can get to, we're not, we can't get rid of the virus because the virus is out there until we get a vaccine, yeah, actually, yeah. yeah? You start testing more and more people, you start allowing some businesses to open where they're able to change their business to kind of allow social distance to still be a thing. To be practiced. Exactly, and so for example, that's already happened in actually in Germany, in Sweden, and a couple of countries where they're starting to well, open Sweden some never had a lockdown. Yeah, so, but yeah. Like, I think in Germany, they're starting mm. to do that already. So basically what's gonna happen is, I think forget large scale events, that's mm. not gonna happen for a long time. Yeah. Um, you, might have, you, you might have, for example, flights available, but essential flights. So, for example, you can't just say, like, I'm going on holiday, for example. I feel like there's going yeah, to we're all going to have to compromise. How do you regulate that? You're going to be able to regulate that. Well, I don't know what it's going to be, but all I know is, is that, you know, life ain't going to go back to normal. And I think if we're sitting there saying, thinking that, you know, we're going to set us up, up to fail because the reality is, is the virus is out there. Let me be the devil's advocate, yeah? What about the economy? Obviously, health, health is wealth. You know what I mean? There's nothing greater than health, but at the end of the day, fam, economy is a big part of our health as well because if the economy was to go in tatters, people lose their jobs, people get mental illnesses or even other health ailments or whatnot. Where do you draw the balance between the two? Well, I think, you know, like personally, I think, yeah, you're right. I think, you know, like if, if you look at the projections of the ONS, they're saying that basically, um, not ONS, sorry. Oh God, I forgot the acronym for the, um, the fiscal studies one. Um, but they were saying that basically, um, if it carries on the way it is now till June, the economy will shrink by 35 percent and that's, that's a June. big number yeah and all, all the government announcements have been basically projected till june so we don't even know if they're going to carry on furlough beyond june or government but business support beyond june which will add even further pressure so basically yeah you're right mo i think you need to find a balance that's why you need to do testing because until you do testing you can't then determine when you can go back to an economy unless you risk people dying mm. that's the alternative you know what I think they need to find out as well is if if you've had corona, can yeah. you are you immune to it? That's the thing. There's a lot of that's examples what, of people well. being corona and again, again, again. again. Yeah. Oh, really? What? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So wait, what country? UK. 
I don't know about the UK, but it's happened in China, it's happened in America. It's happened in a few countries. You can get it again. Because apparently there's... No, no, to be fair, getting it again doesn't shock me. No, no, How have you gone about getting it again? Because there's two or three different strains of... So the way it works with viruses, once you catch a strain of a virus, you're immune to it. However, with coronavirus, I think there's two or three different strains. Yeah, so if you were to catch the different strain, you're going through the same battle again. Do you know what I mean? So... I mean, it makes sense, obviously, when you think about flus. You can catch a flu one year, that doesn't mean you're immune forever the next yeah, year when yeah, it comes around yeah. again you're gonna catch it, catch so, it yeah. Yeah. the problem is there's just so much unknown about it that's the thing we every day we learn like they yeah. were telling us one week don't wear a mask it doesn't do nothing the following week wear a mask um, to be fair it it doesn't it i mean it protects you in a sense like it protects your nose and your mouth area but the um the influenza can still end up through your eyes mm. so I mean, that's yeah, enough for part, They're just doing trial and error whilst the pandemic is happening. happening. Yeah. When they should yeah. have done it before. Yeah, for real, for real. That's a nice place to tie up the mm. topic as well, man. So the next topic of discussion we've got is Ryanair and Virgin um, Virgin Airlines, Richard Branson and the people there. So Ryanair, they said that they're not going to fly their, uh, their planes with uh, idiotic social distancing rules. Literally, that's the quote. Yeah, yeah, Michael O'Leary. Can I just start yeah, also said, let me just so, the other point of the of the topic as well. And then Richard Branson, the man who owns a private island in the Caribbean somewhere, is asking the government for a bailout. Okay. What's your thoughts on this? So first of all, let's just start off with Michael. What's his name? Michael, Michael O'Leary. O'Leary yeah. Michael O'Leary and um, Richard Branson. Fuck both of you. <laughs> Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Hey, do you know what's mad? Yeah. Do you know what's crazy about Richard Branson is he's asking for a bailout from the UK, but Virgin is actually half owned by an American, oh, is American it? company. So it's, it's 49.5% is actually owned by Delta Airlines. Oh. So yeah, oh. so he's asking for a bail, bail, bailout from the UK yeah. when half of the company is not even UK. I okay. never exactly. knew that. that. It doesn't make sense. For me, for me, the issue is this, you're not even paying tax. You don't pay tax. Boom. And then, yeah. you, and then you want Boom. support. From and the taxpayer. Exactly. <laughs> and, then, and then the worst thing is, after we, I think the, the bit we haven't all woken up to yet, which is gonna really hurt us big, after this is once we get over this hurdle someone's going to have to pay for all of this stuff oh yeah, yeah. right mm. that's the big question yeah, and that's, that's, that's going to be that's, us yeah, yeah that's, that's going to be us that's a few years down the line though do you know what the word it won't be now it won't be now we can't even think about that right now because the effects this whole pandemic is going to have after it goes is just crazy yeah. but this is the problem when I mean that it exposes inequalities in society about coronavirus is that there are a lot of people in this country right who if they paid their tax do you know what it is if everyone paid their fair equal tax what they're going to pay yeah yeah like so what i'm trying to say about that is we're not talking about taxing people more money no one's going after richard Branson and saying oh Richard, just because you're rich go pay more money no just one's saying that just pay, pay what you're what supposed you're to pay yeah. if everyone paid what they was owed it will be no problem the problem yeah. we have in our country in our, in our country tax there's too it's not even ta- you know what it is there are loopholes. too much loopholes so they're yeah. not even doing anything illegal they you know what I'm saying? They're avoiding another country, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Show companies because the rules are there to allow them to, to abuse it. Yeah. And because they've got so much money, they could pay their accountant big money and say, mm-hmm. Mo, you know how to get me around this. Mm-hmm. Get me around it. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? There's only one um, place where they can't really um, use a loophole, and that's financial services. So, what we call a risk appetite, um, they're quite high on it. So, we tend to reject those kind of companies when they want to open up a company. Which is known as a shell company um, to literally just stock money. Yeah, 
I didn't need that. Yeah. One thing I'll say about Ryan Aid or Michael O'Leary, fuck him twice, man. Do you know why? <laughs> I remember back. I remember back. Let me tell you my why, yeah? Let me tell you why. Let me, yeah, thank you. He's a racist yeah, boss. Back in February, right before Corona, <laughs> right before Corona, yeah, yeah. man said um, at airports, yeah. Muslim men need to take, they, they, they need to be checked even more than any oh, other yeah. former passengers because they're, 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 they're the highest risk. When people go on to him about it, he was like, I didn't lie though. Every, uh, every oh, plane, every, down. Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, every yeah, plane yeah, that got yeah. blown up got blown up by a Muslim man. It's for mm. me, fam. You ain't, fam, you ain't taking none of my money, man. He's nuts. No, no. Yeah, I ain't not gonna lie, when you say that, but you've taken a couple right there. But that's prior. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have. So have you. So have you. I didn't say the comment. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> But, but let, 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 me, let me say this, let me say this, yeah. What, the last time I took a Ryanair flight is when all of us went to Barca, yeah, and that was in January, yeah? yeah. He said this in February. Do you know what I mean? So if I need this one, no more Ryanair flights. Fuck them, bro. What about if the price mm. difference is like £100? Well, I'm saying? African, I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't want to talk about the compromise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't make mistakes all the time. Just close your eyes when you're flat. It might be easy, Jay, if you screw the eyes. <laughs> I, don't, I don't support the CEO of Ryanair, yeah. But you support yeah, the pricing. The pricing is good. <laughs> mm. Yeah, but it's good, bro. But you're sitting on the cardboard, man. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. True, yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah, yeah. Bro, remember on the way back from Barca? I oh thought the plane was going to crash, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I stand up. I'm even hey, no, nah, do you know what? Their, their flights are actually so amateur, you know, our clocks. Because, Mike, I don't know if you remember this, but when we went to Croatia, when we was getting Fresh Island Festival, I swear oh, down, it? I swear hmm. down, yeah, I had to literally put. My luggage, there was no spa- space in the cabin, innit? So I put my like luggage baby. on my lap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know the 10kg luggage? Yeah. I've got it on my lap, like I'm hugging it like this, bro. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, literally. Like, I almost did that precious. this time for Barca. Like, it was such a struggle to squeeze it in that I've basically had to put it on my lap. But yeah. where um, the air, the section I'm in is quite crowded, mm. yeah. so I actually couldn't put it there. So what happened is someone else um, in the Isle of Free, they had a spare seat there mm. that no one was using, so I basically had to put it in between them. Well, so it's just like a freestyle you, kind of... You know what really annoys me about the subject, bro? I don't get it. You're allowed one person per... One package per person, right? <laughs> how does it... How, how, how do you... <laughs> would you fit it? Yeah. No, but what annoys me is you get on the flight, and then they put and there's no space for luggage like back. <laughs> that fucking pisses me off, man. So yeah. imagine you're right next to the entrance where you're when when we land, we, we can go out so easily, but no, we have to go all the way to the back, get our luggage, and then go Do out. Is as well. Do you know why they're sick? Because it starts off mad cheap, but then they hit you with mad, mad hidden costs. Cost. Oh, so yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, oh yeah, yeah, you know what? Fly to LA for ten pounds. And I don't know if that's LA. The plane will make it. The plane will make it. Fly to Barcelona for like I don't know twenty pounds, <laughs> but then you get there, it's like, oh wait, you have luggage. Of course, I have luggage. I'm flying. Oh, yeah, that's, that's extra that's hundred. Number twenty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how they get you. You want to take the toilet? Yeah, yeah. Ten pounds. Put a coin in the door. They really liked that idea. Oh, is it for real? They did. What? Um, Coin-operated toilet. But do you know what's so mad? We've roasted right now. We actually haven't addressed the issue of them with social distancing. Do you know know, know what they're saying? Basically, what the government told them, or what they've been told according to the guidelines, that you have to leave the middle seat empty. Yeah. Is that two metres? I don't think that's two metres. Of course not. That's not two metres. Especially on Ryanair. That's still like 10 centimetres. Bring the Muslims back. Put them in the middle. That's not two metres. But that's <laughs> why when um, Michael O'Leary, is that his name? Yeah, the waste yeah, man, yeah. That, that, that's why when he actually said this. From now on, he's addressed as the waste man, by the way. Prick, uh, yeah, the waste man, man. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he actually said that comment of it's idiotic, the social distancing laws for um, airlines, 
he actually did make sense because that is not two meters, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Easy jet are doing it though. I read mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. they're, they're going to start the line in the middle. That, I think the reason they're calling it idiotic is because they can't actually comply with can't, the rules. And, and they can't yeah. make and money. They can't yeah. make money yeah. out of it. That's the reason. I'm just going to say two two final comments on this uh, this topic. Actually, one is on the issues of um, flights. We're still not testing people who arrive in the UK. Mm-hmm. Oh, at the shit, that's yeah. That is a scam. Yeah. Bonkers. Yeah. We're still, we're still that, not testing. I'm sorry, but that should have been done in, on day one. Yeah. On day Bro, one. I came from America. I walked in. It was a normal working day. There was no difference. Well, mate, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where you come from? China. Oh, oi, oi. In you come. Yeah. <laughs> have a good day, mate. <laughs> you didn't eat fat soup, did nah. you? <laughs> I heard it's nice. <laughs> 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 Ah, <laughs> oh, uh, don't eat bat soup. That's a disclaimer, man. Oh shit! Uh, people don't inject bleach and don't don't eat bat soup. Bat soup. <laughs> oh, shit. Let's just clarify. Kind of yeah, you, <laughs> you, you have to apologize to any bat eaters. Anyone that's listening, that's a bat eater. Um, the, sec- the second thing I wanted to say was just about like you know how we were getting on to Richard Branson. Mm. To be fair to him, it's not just him. There are people like Victoria Beckham as well. Yeah. Again, yeah. you're putting all your staff in furlough. Like, bro, you got so much money. money. Mm. Why are you putting no, him but, on furlough? No, but at least Victoria Beckham done the furlough thing. Uh, Richard Branson actually made his workers take eight or nine weeks on pay leave. Now they sorted that out after. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. But who deployed that out in the first place? That's wild. Virgin Australia is taking Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. So Virgin Australia is actually in administration right now. Oh, man. They're actually in administration, and I think he's trying to put his one of his private. Houses or something like that. Uh, so, was it an island or something? I think, I think what basically, essentially what it is, is that they don't really care. So it's like, for them, yeah. I mean, they might care about lives in general, but they care more about the business. Money. That's what it is, money, yeah. Money, money. It's like they're putting the business first. It's like, you mm. know what, people are dying, but yeah. I'm not making that as much money as I normally am. So mm. yeah. we're going to have to, we're going to have to find a way around it. conscious-wise though, um, quick thing, you know, they actually started a position petition on Richard Branson to actually get his knighthood taken off oh, oh man, man. I'll, I'll be interested to see how that's going to go on, on Richard Branson though interestingly he, I don't know if you've ever read up about this guy but he's had about like a thousand companies that he's created yeah different yeah. ventures yeah. 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 yeah the only one that's been successful is um, the Atlantic yeah, Virgin that's Atlantic. the only one that's that actually made him money because it was only BA at the time and he was the challenger yeah, he was and he was yeah. selling it at a cheaper yeah. price yeah. That's, yeah. The, that's the only company that's made him money he's failed a lot Mm. He's done like Virgin. But I mean, if you're still, yeah, I was gonna say, store. I don't mind failing that many times. He got a private yeah, yeah. But yeah, let's tie this one up and move on to. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, this yeah, is. He's a prick, bro. But yeah, man. Um, yeah, this has been the most interesting news for me over the week, isn't it? And like, obviously, I'm from South London, so it's been mad interesting for me. For who? I'm just let me state the fact, my guys. Always trying to get on to me this one, man. <laughs> Turkish Cypriot prince, man. Shut up. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> Anyways hey, he's Cypriot. a bit from South. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Southside came out. Hey, man, I need to put a vote of confidence. He's brought the bagel king vernacular. <laughs> Thank you for saying that. Anyways, bagel king is back. Oh, it's actually about bagel king. Yeah, bagel king is back. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, what do you, you think about that? I've never been. I've never been. Wow! Shocking. I ain't gonna lie. The only reason why I go to South is for Bagel King. Um, I'm not even to check the men then. Wow! I know. Wow! The truth is coming out, boy! 
Mas aí, ó, a missão é que é que é que é que é que é que é But imagine, yeah, so I'll quickly say the story in it, but Mo's actually taken me to South one time. Fake news. So he took me to Peckham, innit? And he, he was like, there's all guys who want to film Mo. He's trying to get cancelled for Peckham. No, I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm being, I'm I want to hear this story. No, 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 listen, listen. listen. Tell us more, Kabir. Go on. So imagine, so imagine, we're all going to cinema now, yeah, to watch like Aquaman or something. And then he's like, aye, you man, why don't we just go Peckham Plex? The tickets are cheap or whatever. And I'm thinking, <laughs> all right, I've never heard of Peck and Plex, but do you know thing. what? It's calm. He's like, yeah, there's parking there. It's all good. It's all good. So imagine that um, we must have gone there, yeah? <laughs> Obviously paid £5 for the ticket. Bro, I swear down, that ice cream looked outdated. Like when you walk in, yeah? Man, this guy. Bro, no, no, wait, hold up. Yeah, <laughs> cinema tickets, bro. I swear, I swear, the printer was not working. They gave me a plain piece of paper. No nah, man. Nah, 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 Obviously, usually cinema seats are a bit spaced out. I swear down, this was like Ryanair seats. Wow. Literally like Ryanair seats to the point where halfway through the film, I actually walked out, went to my car, chilled until the film finished, man. Yeah, you don't be dirty that day, man. The thing is, bro, you are bougie, but you forget where you're from. I don't want to be out of your area, so I'm not gonna say. I'm not gonna say it's where you're from, bro. Bougie, bro. Or you're from the slums. It's not about. It's not yeah. about being bougie. Wait, 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 hold, hold up, hold up. Place Thank you. Crack me. Wait, wait, wait. Listen, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up put hold this on a poll. When this is done, put this on a poll. Who remembers when Hackney was called Crackney? Hold up, put that as a vote, fam. That's it. That's settled. Who remembers when Hackney was called Crackney, fam? Hold up, hold up. First of all, what do you mean there's nothing there? The first of us was South. Wait, let's put this on a poll. Yeah, King's your attraction. Let's put this on a poll. Yeah. Mad. That's a oh, very wild statement. Listen, listen, because actually, you're saying it's back. If you saw the queues outside, that, it looked like a yeah, tourist attraction. Yeah, 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 it looked yeah, like people. Same thing, man. Yeah. A queue? Nah, 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 nah. not like Bingo. Not like Bingo. Nah, not like Bingo. It looked like people were queuing up for a ride. It looked like Fort Park. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. For common bagel. That's mad, though, by the way. They were taking selfies and all sorts. But you know what's the maddest thing about Bingo, man? Let me be a little bit controversial. I feel like the quality fell off, you know? Back in the day, Bingo was to Bang. But I feel like. The idea is silly. Like, people queuing up. Like, the thing is, it's like you're getting some of these people who are by all accounts before this staying at home like they're mm. abiding, abiding by the social distancing rules so you mean to tell me what drew you out and thought you know what this corona thing i'm willing to risk it it's apple crumble <laughs> that's what that's what drew that's what drew you out to make mm. you cute like the idea is mad silly yeah like, the only other f- a place that you see that happening is a supermarket mm. but that's yeah. essential but bro that, at the supermarket there's social distancing on the queue, yeah, well, yeah, they they there isn't, bro. That says a lot about but South. What, why do you have to chill? Hey, it's good they're saying this, yeah, and he's from Hackney. Businesses have been told to close, so why are they even open? It's, 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 it's food, essential yeah. food, yeah. It's food, bagel. I said essential, yeah. 
common yeah. bagel yeah. it is essential in south yeah. it, it's, it's, like, like, it's like um, it's like i don't know i don't know what's going on but it's like the chicken shops around my area they all open up now. same 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 now, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but they're closed yeah. initially they're closed initially but they're reopening or can you actually go there you can actually go in it's only two at a time though yeah so like my mollies is actually open um and yeah like you said it's two at a time everyone else queues outside it's funny like basically the way they adjusted to corona is that they don't leave burger sauce on the counter. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, oh yeah, if you want burger sauce, you have to buy it. But other than that, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. come in as normal. But do you feel like a lot of businesses are doing that? They're using coronavirus for them to push in some new rules that yeah, yeah, have yeah. nothing like, to do with it. I, I, I feel like that was just him trying to finesse me. Yeah. Like, he was like, oh yeah, I won't put burger sauce on your chips, but if you want the whole tub, it's £5. You can put it on yourself at home. I was like, no, big man, just run the sauce. I went, I went, just run the sauce. I'm not paying £5. Fucking what? Yeah, it's five pounds. To be fair, it's for the whole tub. But no, that's I, no, no, I don't want the whole tub. I just want that right now. It's two pounds, bro. Your meal must have been more than twenty pounds. Then. <laughs> I'm not paying it. I'm not paying it. But now I went to my local cash and carry yesterday to get like some quick things for Ramadan, innit? I look at the sign at the top and top of the counter and they're like, no refunds due to COVID-19. I was like, what's that got to do with it? Yeah. 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 Do you know what's mad? Yeah. Bagel King was part of current affairs. It is. <laughs> it is, man. To be fair, like, when it shut, everyone was like, shit. Like, that was the sign that things were getting real. Because they opened yeah. like 24, 24 hours, Yeah, like, I yeah. saw the shutters. That was the first time I've ever seen the shutters. Is there branches? That's no, like, only one. One, one, one Bagel King, yeah. 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 Bro, trust me, you lot need to try it. Yeah, I've, been, I've been before. The thing with it Where is it, Elephant, elephant. So I haven't been to the one in South, but there's one in Bethlehem. Nah, that's an imposter. The real but, thing is in South. Oh, no, you're talking about the one in Bethlehem. Yeah, bagel, 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 during the daytime, yeah, once you go out, you bake your bagel, yeah, yeah. yeah. But once you go out <laughs> after that night out, I don't know why, but it just bangs. But do you know what it's about bagel cake? It just as well, bangs. There's, there's, there's bundles that come from all over London, fam. There's man that I know from Leytonstone, yeah. And I remember one time because I live like not too far from that area, and I'm driving in Woolworth Road, and I see this brother. He's like, "What? Whoa!" <laughs> I'm like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, man's here for bagel king still." Do you know Bro, what I mean? Like, it draws people from, from all over London, fam. There's even people from Canada that have heard of bagel king. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad. It's mad. It's mad. Yeah. But yeah, let's move nice. on, man. In, in terms, in terms of entertainment, current affairs. That's what we're on right now. Uh, in terms of music, me personally, I saw. I, I don't, have you man, did you man see the new Ambush song? No, no, no. Ramadan, isn't it? I say, I say, check it out, check it out, man, because it's actually he's doing something different. It's similar to what Cadet used to do and uh, what Rapman does. He's on mm. the storytelling thing, and he does it well. I was very surprised, man. Mm. And obviously, we saw how it ended for Rapman. Like, my man's what he's, he's working he's with Jay Z yeah, and stuff yeah, like yeah. that. So, so Jay Z, he's got something. Yeah, he had a yeah. film out recently. Yeah. 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 Um, oh, was that that guy that done the Blue Story thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But he done um, Shiro's story, story, which is, uh, story. It? Oh, it's, 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 I would recommend it. Blue yeah. Story's sick. Yeah. It's actually, it's actually one of my favourite stories. Yeah. 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 It's very authentic. UK, UK wise. Yeah. Now, for me, it's still kid at home, man. Yeah, 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 that's a classic. That's a classic. But like, with Blue Stories, did you hear the rap, the first rap thing that he dropped, and it was the Blue Story story? And then that's what inspired the movie? Nah. Check it out, bro. It's sick, it's sick, it's sick, it's sick. But uh, what about you? Have you man heard anything interesting over the week? Um, nah, it ain't really no, been much really, in terms no. of new releases. I was taking in Things album though, um, Division. His, his album's pretty good in terms of like R and B stuff. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, outside of that, um, nothing really. Yeah. Nothing really. Yeah. Same man. What about Netflix? 
I've actually got I've got a recommendation for all of you, man. In it, it's called the Innocence Files or the Innocent Files. Yeah. You man? I mean, I saw I saw half of the first episode, but then I turned it off because I'm tired of seeing all the brothers just like going through. No, 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 stress, no. It's man. different. It's different. It's not just demographic. So it? basically, there's one story that stuck out. No, no spoilers, though. Oh, I can't. Basically, fam. I was worse at this, man. What do you mean? He's like, you're always spoiling. This is, this He's is, gonna start doing the whole this script, is, isn't it? This is the <laughs> getting, this is getting on to more session today, man. You see what I'm, you see what I'm dealing with, listeners. <laughs> That's his Mohammed. Yeah, it is Mohammed indeed. Yeah. Until the first day of Eid, we'll come back. <laughs> so I'm gonna turn the other cheek right now. <laughs> what about you, man? Are you man watching anything on Netflix? Um, I watched the Jordan documentary. Just that It's basically detailing the early Jordan years, so from like college up until like the early years. Um, of him playing for Chicago Bulls mm. um, they haven't released the full documentary yet they're doing it on a weekly basis they've mm. only dropped two episodes oh that's sick that's but, the first time mm. Netflix does that usually just everything I want yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the two episodes mm. are sick like for me personally I'm not even an a- NBA fan Same like that you yeah. up on but story. I'm still I'm still like proper yeah yeah I'm still proper so, intrigued yeah. by the story mm. do you know what it is for me I love the idea of like you see a lot of like sports and um, sportsmen and people like that but I love the idea of like those people who they're talented but they're not like the best of the best but mm. then they just have like a certain elite mentality that mm. propels them to the top mm. yeah just like it's just a mad hungry work effect that yeah. basically Ronaldo. gets yeah mm-hmm. exactly yeah. Like even that. in the NBA world man what's his name Kobe Kobe, Kobe yeah, yeah. yeah. Kobe. they said the thing is they said Kobe modelled his game off of Michael Jordan yeah. oh. so it's the same thing in yeah. terms of the work ethic as well yeah. down yeah. to that they used to be yeah. toe to toe yeah. 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 yeah it's literally just <laughs> yeah he just grafted and grafted I mean he was talented but just seeing like obviously the behind the scenes of it and the yeah. things he had to go through to get yeah. to that stage was sick but yeah. also like it doesn't just focus on him it focuses on like he's, he's just the, yeah the whole like kind of era yeah. yeah and obviously with stuff like that with him being the greatest player alive mm. according to most people it's like when things like that occur like him winning the rings and things like that it's almost like it's like a dynasty it's like yeah. a, a very it's like a landmark in the sport so when you mm. see the whole story around it from like managers, mm. owners, it's just very interesting mm. to see the different perspectives. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I'd recommend people That's tune the, in. Even still. if you're not a basketball mm. man, Michael Jordan is a household name. Yeah, yeah, household like, name. yeah. If you see yeah. some of the stuff that happens in it, it's like, um, so at the time, basketball is not as it wasn't as big as it is now. Mm. But he made it big. Mm. It's like they would go away to like, I don't know, they might be on tour in like Paris or something, mm. and they're doing like a certain event or they're about to play for a game and people who shouldn't be approaching him for autographs are like begging for autographs yeah. almost oh, yeah. Did, did it's like they're such a fan basically it's years in the making I think they've been making it for around five years or so with well, this documentary yeah, yeah. and they've got um, Barack Obama who's going to feature in it as well so. it's oh, not wait, wait, where Obama goes in it you know it's <laughs> it's it's but I just say like, I feel like there are certain names that across all sports where like Michael Jordan Pele Maradona Muhammad Ali mm. um, I know he's going to say the N word as well oh he didn't who? Messi no, I'm talking about that. Like oh, classics, thank God. Yeah. Okay. Talk about Messi, bloody. <laughs> nah, I don't. <laughs> I, don't I don't think quickly. Sorry, sorry to cut you off. Um, I don't think Messi falls in that category, even though he's obviously amazing. But this is more so like just a mentality. mentality. Yeah. It's the mentality. Ronaldo falls into. Yeah, yeah Ronaldo, Ronaldo falls into. It's the elite mentality. Like you're talented. You're better than most people, but you're not the best. But you graft so hard that the first one to come to train and the last one to leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I love that because yeah. it makes you feel I like. Have done that. Yeah, 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 like that. The only yeah, one he I was, was very talented. Yeah, yeah. The other mm. names I would definitely co-sign is just the Messi one. I wouldn't. I feel like, like it's just the Mar- gift. no. But no, what I'm saying is, is that Maradona was was very talented. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So, but he still had a 
Actually, did he have an elite mentality? Though? I don't think he did. Mm. I don't I don't know, know, probably, probably not. Probably not. Actually, yeah, yeah. But it's a big name, though. Yeah. yeah, the, yeah. the way I see it, he, he, he's a he's a dirty cut version of what Messi is now. Basically, yeah. Messi's yeah, a clean yeah, cut yeah. version. Whilst with Maradona, yeah, but he had a lot of pressure. He'll 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 he'll, 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 he'll do cocaine and turn up to a game and still perform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's yeah. not that's not the, the mentality I'm looking for. No, the mentality no. I'm looking for is the like is, I'm not trying to excuse the guy, but what you trying to what, what you got to And the guy will still perform. So no, after time, man will do it. Yeah, because I'm I'm not performing to the highest level without coke. So I'm not trying to catch just in the chalk, fam. For me, it's like the elite mentality. The reason I like it is because it makes you feel like as the average person, you can achieve. Yeah, you can achieve unachievable things. Like basically, opens your mind to endless possibilities yeah. it's like certain things you would say people would doubt you but it's like you know what if I just put in mad mad work why can't I do it do you get what I mean there's a that's why when I watch stuff like that it's like it's motivational there's a I book like I it, recommend man. it literally touches on that it's called Atomic Habits if you man ain't heard of it or read it check it out I'll, give you, I'll give you another book Anthony um, Robbins which is about um, thing, Unleash the Giant Within You that book Trust me, we'll change the mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, Unleash the giant within you. I'll check it out. I've not, I've not heard of that one. Yeah. But Atomic Habits, by all means, is sick, bro. Mm-hmm. It talks mm-hmm. about how you just, the key to improving yourself is just doing doing it bit by bit every day. 1% every day by the mm. end of the year. It's 100%, you know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of stuff. But let's move mm-hmm. on. It's tied to sports as well. What do you guys think of the footballers' pay cut? How they get pressure to take Listen, that pay cut? The thing is, I don't understand this, yeah. <coughs> Look, I'm not trying to defend footballers, yeah. And I think, yes, they should play their role in, in society. But why is there like, why is it like, there are many wealthy groups out there in society, right? Mm. And that's what I actually talking about Piers Morgan from before. Mm. He got onto Matt Hancock because basically he asked Matt Hancock um, whether he was willing to take a pay cut. And Matt Hancock said basically that he's not going to take a pay cut, but what he's going to do is going to work very hard. hard. (laughs) Piers ripped him because Piers said to him, but you should be doing that anyway because your job is the health secretary. And he also said to him, which was very true, is that, there are lots of groups out there who are wealthy. Why is it all of a sudden that only footballers should be paying? So the reason mm. that, the reason that is is because first of all, when it comes to like politicians and people in wealthy wealthy positions, they're just trying to look after their friends. Who are their friends? The owners of those oh, clubs. clubs yeah. Secondly, a lot of people, as I said earlier, lack common sense. They just see the footballer and think they're getting paid. They're paying themselves. They're forgetting that somebody pays them yeah. and owns the club. And therefore has money, a lot of money themselves. So it goes basically, it goes hand in hand. Lack of education and um, guys, wealthy guys looking after their friends. That's all it is. But yeah, that's your point. That's all it is. Quickly. Yeah, I feel like. Um, sorry to cut you off, but I feel like um, in these situations, you need um, voices to basically combat those arguments because mm. the general public will always be like, "Yeah, man, why isn't he taking a pay cut? Like he earns so much money." <laughs> but. It, it, like you, it's not up to you to police what people do with their money. Do you get what I'm but, saying? Like Lenny said, that but, they're just employees. You should be looking more towards the owners. Right, and yeah. the funny thing is, when I say you need these voices, I don't know if you lot saw um, Adebayo's quotes. No, I haven't. So there's basically a video where um, I think people are pressuring him because they're like seeing examples of like Drogba and other African players like doing their bit for charity and like just um, giving money out. So he's basically gone and said... Um, like, people keep, you know, asking me to donate this and donate that. I come on my page and say, why haven't you donated 100k? And it, and he basically said, I don't want to. Yeah, but like, he, it's not up to you to police that what is, I do with I'm my money. I'm upset yeah. with that because he's been a piece of shit for, for years. So, <laughs> when, you, when you, you've you demonstrated that, that's Give what you like. Give us reasons to why you think that, because some people that might be wrong. Jesse's antics, you know. Um, what, what antics? But don't you think... That, 
but behind what he said, there's some truth to it. There is, like, 100%. It's not, it's not to you to police the, what can 100%, 100%, it's not up to mm. police. Yeah. There, there is some truth to that, but controversial point though, footballers aren't exactly working at the moment, are they? But yeah, but no, 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 our little people as well, fam. Why are we not getting yeah, into this? Well, no, yeah. but fair enough, but I'm talking about, all right, cool. In terms of people earning that much wealth, like who's not working? People in the entertainment industry, a lot, a lot of them. Yeah, I'd say, yeah, 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 but they still. Cuts yeah, but when you say yeah. entertainment industry, I'm sure they're getting royalties of something. To be honest, so at, at all times, um, I'm but, sure but, but, they get royalties. They get royalties, but a lot of acts and singers, rappers, and whatnot. Their main income is from touring. Mm. Their main yeah. income is from shows. That's yeah. where they make all their money. Yeah. So mm. royalties is essentially bankrupting a lot of people. Mm. I'm seeing um, I'm seeing rappers basically saying that they want to start OnlyFans pages. Oh, I've seen <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see. Was it Casanova saying he wants to start an OnlyFans? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if he's joking, but boy, it might have actually come well, to that. Man, 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 I think the wrong point, the wrong thing about this topic is is that it's it's only the fact that it's being footballers are being targeted. Mm. Like, I feel like a larger audience should be targeted. It shouldn't just be targeted at footballers. That's top I think sport. that's what the problem Listen, is. It's the thing sport. is, look, it doesn't. Not, not, right, it all, let's, let's get context. The reason why it all happened is this: is because Tottenham furloughed basically all the staff, mm. and then what happened is when they done that, there was a question mark about oh. Well, other football clubs are starting to furlough the non-playing football playing mm, staff. Mm. So why isn't the football players being um, the same way? Or like, why isn't the football players paying their um, like Full paying wages. this the wages off the? So like, for example, like Ronaldo's paid like some of the wages off like um, Juve staff. Like Barcelona players took like a seventy percent pay cut mm, for mm. the next three months. So they thing. Barcelona, for example, for the first time in seventy years, they changed the name of this. They're selling the name name and rights of their stadium, and the money they're raising from that. Is going to help support COVID nineteen. And then Messi do anything? Seventy percent pay cut. Who Messi? Yeah. Seventy percent pay cut. Yeah. But all Barcelona players. Well, well, let me say. Ah. Well, yeah. let, let me say this, Mate. I feel like it's deeper than this. Footballers have always been the scapegoat because they're a high-earning group of people that don't have enough protection. That's the way I look at it. I feel like they're like very they're, mm. and they're a very, yeah. very, very easy target. Fam. But it's because they're the they're always on TV. So, so are a lot of people, but I feel like anyone can get onto footballers and they know they can get away with it but because because you know they're policed heavily you know as well. What? If they were to retaliate, their clubs might penalise them. Do you know what I mean? There's, there's so much for them to lose. Whereas I other people, other about that, bro. I'm getting hundred you know racks. I'm getting hundred racks like, a week yeah. every six I feel, days. I feel mm. like I'll call you a prick if you're. But a prick. you know what it is? I feel <laughs> like yeah. I don't care, man. <laughs> I feel like what people need to realise is the amount that people earn is to do with the amount that the business gains from it. Yeah. Exactly. So if, if a business is doing very well, mm. they're going to pay their staff yeah. that's more what, money. So footballing is a business. Like, yeah. that's that's what they, they get a lot of money, so that's mm. why they're being paid a lot of money. So, so yeah. basically, do you not know about what happened with Arsenal? Was where all, the players, all the players that agreed to, I think it was a 10%? 12.5% no, pay cut. So three players from Arsenal refused, um, including Ozil, and obviously Ozil earns like, the most money for Arsenal, I think in the Premier League as well. And then they basically were getting onto him so his response was this. No, his response was this year. His response was, well, Arsenal just recorded record profits this year, this financial year. So why should I have to... Think? He has a point there. Yeah, yeah he point. Point. It, was, it was like, so they've, they, it goes, the business is doing well. He goes, they've recorded record profits this year. So why do I have to take a pay cut? Because he's a skateboard. He's an easy target. That's what I'm saying. No, but that's what I'm trying to say. It's like, he should donate 
But like Michael said, it should it be should, optional. Should, it shouldn't have to him. I don't know why I was saying he should. Technically, you don't have to do anything. Yeah, you don't have to do shit. Yeah. It's his money. Okay? It's yeah. his money. What I would say the right thing is to do to yes is to help out, help help the society and the community. Mm. But you don't have to do nothing. Yeah, mm. it's up to him. Yeah. Mm. We need to stop policing other people's money, man. Are they getting onto like people from rugby or cricket? Or That's what I'm saying. There you go. No, I haven't seen I, that. Because to be fair, fair, I have not heard a single thing. I'm surprised mm. I haven't got to lose that. Oh, yeah. He's on the list. The thing is, they won't get up to people like Andy Murray and shit. <laughs> no. Never. No, 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 no. Like this guy, I'm mm. sure. Mm. Do you know what I don't understand? Slightly off He's not brand enough for Piers Morgan. What I don't understand, yeah, is Andy Murray, yeah, and this is where when you look at like, kind of like you know unconscious bias in society for example Andy Murray has a knighthood okay for women and Wimbledon once where's Sterling yeah. where is Sterling no, <laughs> Lewis Hamilton is the most successful I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this as fact he's the most successful British sports person mm. Mm. yeah he's the best in his sport mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. yeah and he's not just won it once consistently six times mm. yeah he's one mm. behind Michael Schumacher who's mm. a race um, what's, the, what's the all time record seven yeah seven. so he's gonna yeah. beat that he's gonna beat that but yet again this man has never won sports personality of the year he's Bonk. never won um, he's never got a knighthood yeah. right I, think, I don't even think he's got an MBE. I, even I've got an MBE. <laughs> he ain't got an MBE. Yeah. Hey, DM him there, but I've got an MBE, bitch. Well, you know what? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Show him how to get it. Let me finish. Let me finish my point, yeah? The argument they have against him is this. The argument they have against him is that he lives in Monaco and that basically he doesn't pay his taxes. That's a big reason, though. Hold on. Let me finish what I want to say to you. Let me finish what I want to say to you. Every single Formula One driver resides in Monaco. That's the point. They they travel. Jensen Button, who won it once, yeah. Man, don't even know who this Donnie man, is. Man, oh my god, Jensen yeah, Button had so it. much ratings just for winning it once. That's not the point. They're talking about they're still talking about That's David Coulthard. What's one of the main things you have to do to be able to get a knighthood or an MBA? Yeah, but they give it. They give it to Jensen no, Button. T- give me my answer. What's the, what's the one? You got to pay taxes. And where? Should, where do you have to pay taxes? Pay. There you go. And you also have to there be white. The thing is, bro, you're, 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 what you're not understanding is he's not competing in Britain. He doesn't live in Britain. He's a British sports person who lives abroad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, apart from Trevor McDonald's, they're a black. A black Just saying, the way I see it, if they're playing a national anthem, once he's standing on that podium, yeah. he's British. He's British. So where nah, we shouldn't is, question his Britishness, bro. Where's his knighthood? I've got a question here. Yeah? Apart from Sir Trevor McDonald, do you have another black sir? Yeah, we do. Yeah, like Sam Wooley, you know the. Oh, he's just Yeah. Oh, ratings. Okay, fair enough. That that puts my question to bed. Other people as well. Yeah. You got Danes as well, which is the equivalent of for females. Yeah. The only one that I know is Shirley Bassey. That's the only one. It's quite a lot, especially in the Olympics. There's quite a lot. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Damon, um, oh, um, Kelly something. Kelly Holmes. Kelly Holmes. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And I retract my statement about you have to be white. Then maybe Lenny's right about taxes and whatnot, man. No, no, no. Give him tips, man. Give Lewis Hamilton tips. I don't have to wait. No, the thing is, I don't have to wait. You didn't grow up in Hackney. That's what it is. I don't like the way they mistreat Lewis Hamilton. It's like, you don't get the ratings that he deserves, man. Like, the guy is the most successful British sports person. Tennis has like 20 tournaments a year, four Grand Slams. My man won one Grand Slam out of 10 years, yeah? He's held as a king. And let's not forget, 
he campaigned for Scotland to leave the is he um, Britain as well, huh? Is he though? Because I don't, I don't rate Andy Murray whatsoever. You don't, that's you don't. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. I don't rate him, but then somehow he's mainstream like society. Remember, Mount he's got his own. Um, what is it? Murray Mount on um, mm. in yeah. the Wembley. Tim Hendon, bro. Yeah. Tim Hendon finishing the semi-finals and he got a hill. Yeah, he's a hill. He's specialist in failure. That guy. He was like he watched him. He's to be on. He's not getting anywhere. All I knew him from, I swear he was on the. Um, personal advert, you know, for the laundry. The yeah, what's Robinson's as well? He's on Robinson's. Yeah, I think he was The other topic of discussion it ties up to what we were talking about last week in relation to Newcastle and Saudi money. So, there's a new development that happened since last week. Um, be in sports, yeah, which is a, a, a Qatari, it's a um, is it? Ben company. No, 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 Basically, it's a political issue. So Qatar and Saudi Arabia, there's some political problems that they have, which is another story for another day. But that resulted in being sports not being able or stopping, you know, bro- the broadcasting in Saudi Arabia for the Premier League. So what the Saudi government did, they started their own little like channel or something that through piracy channels would broadcast the games. Yeah, the in black box. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know the ones you get from Edge Road with all the channels. <laughs> 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 to broadcast all the Premier League games. So what happened is now, when um, new, uh, the Saudi Arabian company is trying to buy a Newcastle, Bean Sports jumped in, wrote a letter to all the Premier League clubs and the people in charge of the Premier League saying, how could you let this happen? They're costing you so much money in, um, in, in revenues and stuff like that. And it's looking like the deal might get blocked. You, my question to you, man, is do you think that this deal will get blocked or does money talk? Or will money prevail, basically? Money talks. Money, money prevails. prevails. Money, talks. Hmm? money prevails, man. What do you man think that? Money talks. Money b- talks, b- because especially talks. in football. I mean, where is the World Cup being held next? Qatar. <coughs> Qatar. I mean, how do you Qatar. reckon that came about? Exactly. Money, right? Yeah. There was a whole scandal about that. There we go. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. How did UK not get it? Yeah, exactly. So, cash. Money cash talks. talks. Yeah, man. 100%. We threw everything into that bid, man. Mm. Yeah. We had one vote. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it should be. Where the home of football? Because them man, they promised Prince William, they said, Look, yeah, we're going to give you some votes, don't worry. Is it not legal to lie to a prince? Is that not legal? He's a North Korea fan. He's a North Korea. He's a North Korea. Let's just remember, these were during St. Platter's days, isn't it? That guy. What happened to him? Did he go up here for that? Well, he went in and he came out. I don't know what happened to him. Boy, you yeah. know, Platini, boy. They were you know what the funny thing is? Platini transferred 3.2 million to um, Platter's account. And then when they asked him, why did you do that? He said it was like something like, I was just transferring it through him to someone. Like, it was, he, he basically tried to say like, it wasn't a, it was like a, just a, Test. Yeah, it's like, I can't remember what it was, yeah. A test transaction. He was right. But, <laughs> yeah, I just bro, online banking What he was at 3.2 billion. Oh, did right. I? <laughs> Mad. I pressed the Mad. Times, man. So all you might agree with the sentiment that money will prevail and, and uh, the Saudi Arabian royal family will have bad luck, man. There's been so many years where they were going to get new owners and stuff. But the thing is, it's not just the Qatari news channel, you know. Amnesty wrote to the Premier League as well saying that Saudi Arabia's got a terrible record when it comes to human rights. Yeah, we know that. They're not telling us something different. Hold on a second, hold on a second. It's not just Saudi Arabia, bro. They they have a very bad record. But in Qatar, look at Qatar when you look at 
um, the, look how many work Michael oh, workers yeah. like mm. again you know then we could we could look at Russia why did Abramovich get allowed you know to be allowed man, to buy Chelsea do you know how many man died making that Burj Khalifa yeah the thing, oh, yeah. The thing yeah. is as well it's like their complaint part of the complaint is that our um by having their own illegal broadcasting setups in their country, they're taking money away from the Premier League. Mm. But also, by, I mean, going forward with a the takeover, they're bringing money into the Premier League. Yeah. So, I mean, they're going to continue with their illegal broadcasting <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, but, so you might as well at least let the takeover happen because yeah. then there's positive with the negative. Do you know what I'm saying? But the question for you is this. It's like, I think for me, the reason why it's probably likely to happen is because, the, so the people who are buying Newcastle or are proposing to buy Newcastle are they the ones who are doing the illegal broadcasting? It's the Crown Prince of Saudi Arabia, basically the person in charge of the country. So he's he's promoting illegal broadcasting. He he's in charge of so all the affairs that happen inside the country is under it's it's under his watch. That's do you know what I mean? So he ha- like, if he wants to, he could be like, do you know what? This channel is getting shut down. Plus, in Saudi Arabia, he could easily shut everything That's down. That's worldwide. Do you know what I mean? Happens everywhere. So but one thing we need to I don't think you could directly link um, what's happening in Saudi Arabia around illegal broadcasting to. That, that specific yeah, yeah, yeah. trying to I buy agree, yeah. I agree. so I think the reason why it will go through mm. is because how, what, how can like, you prove that it's, I feel like piracy yeah. is hard to control anyway man yeah, yeah. 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 if someone gets stopped someone else is going to do it yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So. and money does yeah, to be like, fair yeah. <laughs> yeah fair enough man the next topic of discussion and I know Kabir's got a lot of opinion about this is the league going to finish and if so how I do not the worst thing is and the Dutch league got voided today. Yeah, yeah. So I was just going to mention that. Before. So for the past couple of weeks, I've been like proper hyping, saying, "Oh yeah, the league's definitely going to finish. It's going to happen." Like, how can it not? Kind of thing. Yeah. But then I saw the um, breaking news: our uh, Ajax going to win the win their league in in the Dutch division or whatever. Yeah. And I literally looked at my brother as well. He's a Liverpool supporter, and we looked rattled. Mm. It was like, "Shit, do you think we're going to win it?" And this is the first time I'm actually doubting whether the league's going to actually continue. Swear. Oh, I don't think it's going to continue. Over the last few weeks we've had Don't <laughs> get me wrong, I'm heartbroken. <laughs> I'm heartbroken. That's a story for another day, isn't it? But um, what yeah, are I'm the actually options? not confident. Let's, let's go through the options. Like, so if it was to finish... Can, can I be honest? So they're not being a pre-season or a break. Literally, they bang out these eight games and get it over and done with. So, oh. like, so, so like, if they start by... If they start by um, July, say if they start by July, yeah, beginning of July, they finish all them games within four to five weeks and start the Premier League season after two weeks. So there's a couple of questions. That's the option. All right, a couple of yeah. questions I've got for you. Firstly, you're talking about four players who haven't played since March. That's fine. No, hold on a sec, let me just, uh, I've got a couple of questions for you. So you're asking them to just put on a kit in July after four months of not playing football and yeah. jump on to play eight games, yeah? yeah? All right, cool. That makes no sense because, firstly, even during normal season break, if football players have one month so break and they come I out really unfit. Like Second question is I'm this, yeah. Questions. Second question is this. One by one. <laughs> <laughs> one, by one. <laughs> <laughs> He's mentioning you bear that bullet points. Like, no, no, I'm going to remember this. He's a Second, politician. They ask He's writing me a shopping list. Come on, hand me the list. You're being a politician right now, man. Let me finish this Second question is this. There are football players contracts that expires. I'm being pissed Mete Hancock. That's a national hero right now. Let me finish this point. Second question is this. There are football players who have contracts expiring. In July 1st. Yeah, so what's going to happen there? The first thing is, when do you start the next season? The fourth thing is, when does the transfer window happen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's quite important, man. That's Why is that not important? So you just go into next Listen, season? Listen, that's bottom of the line, No, but Chelsea is flipping friend, important, man. We didn't have a transfer window. Friend, that's, <laughs> bottom of the, that's bottom of the queue. Nah. Fifth question. All is, a lot of I'm the asked, questions, yeah, a lot of them but can be worked around. Anyway, so you can't afford... 
players right the now. Lot of, a lot of things you're saying they can be worked around. So you're, uh, let, all right, the most important question is this. So you're telling me a man hasn't played football for four months. Listen. Okay, yes. wait. Mm. Let, let, let me finish. 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 Let Go on, go on, go on. I'm listening. The question is this. You're telling me, yeah, a man hasn't put a kit on for four months, yeah, and he's just going to... Four months? Yeah. Yes. Let the man yeah. finish his... So if his they start by July... Four months? Bro, the guy's saying if they start July. by July. Okay, if you start by July. Listen to the podcast. <laughs> yeah. And they're just going to put a kit on after four months and you're going to be like, Mike, jump on the pitch. Okay, first of all, so um, one point to that is it's not going to be suddenly a phone call a day before a match saying, oh, do you know what, mate, um, Salah, you need to play tomorrow, you know. They're gonna, we're, we're gradually going to know when the Premier League season is going to start. We're not going to find out a day before the season starts. Do you know what I'm trying to say? We're gradually going to know. But they need to train. Wait, wait, hold up. Can I finish? Just like you finished, I'm going to finish now as well. So basically, second thing is just like businesses around the world have taken these contingency plans and worked through it, footballers have to do the same thing. You haven't played in four months, <coughs> but you can get one, two weeks training and you can be back on the field. That, it's simple. Okay. You've got eight okay. games, eight or nine games left. He's shaking his head. He's shaking his head right get, now. No, wait. You can get eight or nine games left. Get <laughs> over and done with. He's shaking his head right now. I get, I get that, yes, they need, they need sufficient amount of time to train. However, there's no law to say you need this much time. Time, exactly. If it needs to be done, it needs to be done. Simple as that. I don't know there, what we're debating. There's no law to say it's this much time, but um, they're athletes at the end of the day, and it's it's a competitive sport. So you want mm. them to be able to compete to the best of That's their ability. That's a one. Wait, 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 wait. So you want them to be able to compete to the best of their ability. Um, so you, you want to watch a quality match, right? Yeah. You get what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I feel like there needs to be enough time provided for them to be able to get to a peak condition. Mm. That's first of all. But, second, second of all, yeah. um, Football is a it's a continuous sport, so it's not like at the end of the season that's that's it. We stop from there. Exactly. We never see no, a season no, 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 again. No. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> so it's like, cool. We're gonna fit all these fixtures into a congested period of time. They're gonna be super tired. A lot of players will burn out. You're gonna see a lot of potential injuries, and then now we have to go and start another season straight okay, off the back of that. Okay. Okay. It doesn't make sense. My, my answer back to that is. You're talking about it has to be competitive. Bro, there's eight or nine games left. There isn't eight or nine games because you're forgetting Champions League, FA Cup. Okay, cool. We're talking about about Premier League. We're talking about Premier League. No, but it's not. That's the (laughs) most important thing, though. Let him finish finish his point. I know all of us are passionate about this one. So everyone finish your point. These cup competitions, bro, the way I see it is the league... What, what that determines is who's going to get promoted, who's going to get into the Champions League next season, mm. who's going to win the league. Like, it's... Bro, there's, there's, there's teams like Sheffield United, bro. Do you really think they're ever going to have a chance of being in the Champions League? Mm. They finally got this chance and you're just going to strip them eight, eight or nine games before the actual season finishes. They're not going to get there's it. More, there's mm. more negatives in actually ending the season than there is... No going to lie for this one. I feel like we can talk about this, this, this forever. It's yeah, not yeah, passionate. Yeah, yeah. Put a poll on this one later on when we post this episode. Yeah, let's see what everyone thinks. You know what? Like, I, I want like him to win it because you know what it is. Like, <laughs> they need a life for twenty. Nah, nah, they, 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 they need one. They need one. They need one. They don't need one. Nah, they don't. They don't need one. They need one. No, no, no. What annoys me is my last comment is this. What annoys me is that we've got a global pandemic. There are we're talking about people being lives being saved, and you got all these selfish Liverpool fans who just care. Like I said, like I said, like I said, we're talking about a football topic, so there's gonna be opinions about football <laughs> you could have spoken about our people dying in the first part of the episode right <laughs> like I said this is a very passionate topic for a lot of people in the, in the uh, group so when the episode is done we're going to set up a poll and we're going to see what fuck people Messi, think bro. if the season can finish or not and that will settle this argument 
let's move on let's move on to the second no the the final part of the podcast and that is the two pen sin and that is when we put our opinions into scenarios and, situ- and situations and um yeah man you get it with a twist of five brothers on the ends you get me so mm. michael lenny let me know what's the what's the, what's the thing for today, man? Um, what we're talking cool. about. So, like for me, obviously, I was looking through the socials and I seen basically one video of um, a, it looked like a, a dad basically in a room with his son, mm. um, and it, the story behind it was that um, the son basically had his um, I guess made some sort of test. Maybe it was a GCSE equivalent. It, it was like or, yeah, it was like GCSEs where it was a set of exams for different topics yeah okay from music um, so, to math science all of it yeah so basically he needs to say he failed miserably so yeah, all he, of them he passed he passed one no he passed one exam which was music oh. he got so he got a distinction everything else was unsatisfactory oh didn't didn't, didn't, didn't show up yeah absent yeah what year was he in what um, it's, you can't really tell the I age because it wasn't in the UK I'm just going to say maybe okay. it's some sort of GCSE, GCSE equivalent yeah. Yeah. yeah so basically the video surfaced it looked like the mum actually recording it mm. but the dad is just getting onto the son basically what, physical mm. or verbal yeah so like he's getting both oh <laughs> yeah yeah so, so there's three kids three sons they're all sitting on different sofas of the room but he's up, he's in front of one they've all failed but they're getting the one kid is getting the full brunt of all three of them. Yeah. So he's getting slapped yeah, yeah, up yeah, like yeah. And it's, it's continuous. So the video is like two minutes and it's mm. like he's getting slapped up in intervals. So it's like <laughs> he's getting slapped, can't even laugh, berated, bad. then slapped again, and then, berated, and then, slapped again. Then, then the dad will go into the middle of the room. Uh, rant again, come back to the sun, slap him up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, and then it just was, 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 was it in there. English though? Like, could you hear what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, speaking in English. So, so, so what's that saying? Like, uh, um, you're just getting on. Yeah, I'm yeah. paying. I'm paying all this money, and you're you're you're, you're messing about. You're coming in. You're coming into the house with these grades. Da, da, da. Okay. The normal stuff, which is fair mm. enough to say. Okay. But then, he, but he's adding with he's, to that. He's adding slaps and mad. Okay. And yeah. the man's even dragging his hair and pulling, trying to rip his hair out. Oh man, yeah, yeah. So basically, my my um. The two pence in scenario. The question I want to ask basically is that: What do you think about? Um, what did you think about you receiving beats as a kid? Well, <laughs> like how he says, "What did you think?" Because he knows all of us. Yeah, because I mean, that. <laughs> there's different sides to it. So it's like, what did you think about receiving um, beats as a kid? Mm. Mm. Well, how do you think that shaped you now mm. that you're we're all adults, mm. and whether you think that you'll continue that tradition of beating your own kids? Okay. Yeah. So I'll, 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 I'll start that. I'll start that, man. Yeah. Mm. Uh, in terms of me personally growing up and you know getting beats when we were growing up and stuff, to be honest, I I actually appreciate and respect that now that. I'm older because mm. in a way it set it set boundaries for me. Yeah. I knew that there were certain lines that I couldn't cross. Don't get me wrong, I'm not saying that my dad or my mom used to box me or whatever, but you knew that you can't fuck with them. Do you know what I mean? But um if I have kids, would I continue to do that? That was yeah. your second question. I don't think I would. Because, Why not? Because I think more so than fearing your parents, there needs to be you need to, you need to have a relationship that's built on trust, respect, and love. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And um Especially trust is important because if if they feel safe enough that they can trust you with information and stuff like that and they see you more as a friend than as a parent, you could kind of become their peer. Not fully their peer, but you can kind of become their peer where you can sway their decision-making process and stuff like that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But um, you can't really have that if you have a relationship with them where you're beating them up and stuff because there's going to be... There's this... this, 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 this,
What was I saying? I lost my train of food now. Okay, I'll ask you the question. <laughs> Two things. Um, so you said you appreciated it, yeah. but um, would you then say the approach was wrong if you're not going to continue it? Because like for me, I feel like um, it may be. I don't. I'm kind of indifferent. Like I'm mm. not too sure. I feel mm. like it works in some cases mm. and it doesn't work in mm. others. Mm. But um, you say you appreciated it, but don't you feel like it instills um, discipline through fear rather than like you them trying to like teach you a lesson like. If I was to answer that myself personally, I would say as a last resort. Okay. Like you need to try like every single avenue possible. Yeah. And then as a last resort, yeah. maybe you can go into that avenue. Okay. How, okay. How, but that should be your first port of call. Okay. No oh, and then the second question, um, how do you think that shaped you now? So well, for me growing yeah, up, yeah. it made me a better man. You think so? It made me a better man how, 100%. How so? Would you say you're more like... Um, I don't want to say obedient, but you're just more, you're not as um, unruly as you may potentially I'm not as rod as I could have been because okay. there was always that, oh shit, if, if that, you know, my parents clocked me doing this, you hear me? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's yeah. going to be consequences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so it definitely made me grow up in a way that's like, I'm a lot more conscious of my behavior. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and it definitely made me a better man. Okay. But would I go ahead and do it to my kids? I don't think I would. Mm. Uh, yeah. I, well, you're saying um, you need to, explore every avenue before you get there as coming from an ethnic minority background I don't think they're looking at every avenue because they already mm. stress out with other things in general so mm. that's going to be the first thing on their mind to do mm. now do I think um, it makes a difference um, no because you can still be a bad child and still get beats it's not going to stop mm. you from um, be, be behaving yeah, well so it doesn't make a difference in that sense for me I'm an African boy, so <laughs> the way I see it is, am I going to hit my kids? No. I feel like the fear will be there, naturally. Yeah. Um, I was going to Yeah, in terms of presence. So they're going to know That's what I had. that there's a line not to cross. Even though it's not going to come to that, and I'm never going to hit them. But they know, from just based on the look that I'll be mm. giving them, mm. just behaviour. So that's you know exactly... <laughs> Yeah, would you say did you have that growing up though and do you feel that it changed no yeah, I got beats as yeah, well yeah. But you, got how, beats. Do, how do you think that's affected you today um shall I tell you how it's funny actually you say that actually the way I feel, feel like it's affected me is um me knowing not to do that to my own kids because I don't think it was right it's, it yeah, doesn't yeah. It, it doesn't change my behaviour I'm still going to be a bad boy but I'm just going to get beats so it doesn't <laughs> yeah. make a difference yeah. <laughs> do, do you see yeah, what I'm saying yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah it's just made, it's just shed a light on the fact that I know not to do that and yeah. just and actually use different avenues I, to be able to install better like, behavior. Mm. I feel like when you beat at first resort, you're not trying to explain to your kids why what they're doing is wrong. I'll get to the root mm. cause. We'll we'll get, to, we'll get to yeah. the root cause of why it's happening. What is happening? Because mm. a lot of kids go through stress, mm. so yeah. sometimes they they like sort of express their their reaction is sort of more, it's, it's probably not in the right way because you're going through that development phase as a child, mm. right? Mm. So rather than trying to understand what the root cause is and how you can help address the issue like just beating them it's just like a mm. it's gonna happen again yeah i feel mm. like as well um like that, that being the first response almost when i say how do you reckon it shaped your behavior for some people i feel like it basically then teaches them that their initial response to an emotional reaction something that roused them up should also be violent yeah. as well so I yeah. feel like that yeah. can then now breed violent kids in schools, for example. Mm, yeah. It's like someone's annoyed you in class and rather than like just talking out the situation and trying to reason, your first instinct is to just hit them. Mm, because yeah. like, oh, that's what my mum does. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Mm. So let me repeat that pattern of behaviour. But the, yeah. same, the same question that you threw at us, that for you growing up, 
do you feel like getting beats as a youngster has yeah. it changed what, what effect does it have on you today i think um in terms of effects um i wouldn't say it affected me too much in that sense and i think what kind of helps is that um when you grow up and you talk to other people it's like we're all in the same boat <laughs> yeah everyone got it so it's not like oh i'm just getting bullied yeah, you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, yeah. yeah it's it's just like a common thing yeah but i think um i've almost lost my train of thought now but i was gonna say something as well. would you do it to your kids no i wouldn't do it myself at all um i wouldn't do it myself no because i feel like explaining and okay so this is the point i was gonna make it's like so i think for me it was like i got beats but there was also other methods mm. i felt like other more effective methods was like like taking away something so mm. it's like for example if you right, place, let, let me ask you something Obviously, you're not yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Did you um, have to like stand next to the wall and like put your hands up? And yeah, like, yeah, all of that, all of that, all of that. I've got all the methods. Everything you can think of. It's, to be fair, I feel like some of them actually helped me with gym now. That's where the problem Yeah, yeah. It's like you're doing like mad squats and you have to hold the position. That explains all the Nigerian kids at school. Just swam, fam. But I feel like that hurt more, like in terms of like taking away stuff because it's like. Um, when that happens it's like you want it back do you get what I'm saying so it's like now I kind of just have to yeah. behave so I can get that back yeah. I feel like the beating is it, it taught me how to lie it taught me how to lie well yeah. because mm. it's like I don't like I, I don't want to receive pain it's, so it's let me just let me think of a way to get around it's more detrimental yeah. Yeah. listen like, I'll give you, it's funny you say that so I'll give you an example quickly um, I used to be a big, big wrestling fan, right? And all the pay-per-views would be on um, Sky Box Office. So yeah. You have to buy it. We, you, have to, you have to pay for it. But every time we behave badly, she'll cancel the Sky subscription. Mm. So we can't watch it. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's when <laughs> that's, I that saw my best more. behavior. That hurts more. That's when I saw yeah. my best behavior. Yeah. 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 So one thing I will say is, um, so personally, I didn't receive like, that many beats as a as Do you know how lucky you are for an ethnic minority? No, 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 but I, was, I ain't gonna lie. I was, I was a good kid. Then. But did your siblings get beats? Yeah, my siblings got beats. Oh, okay. I, I was personally like a good kid. Like, I think I only got beats from my mum like twice mm. or something. Mm. But one thing I will pose the question is, I, personally, I don't think I'll do it to my kids mm. in the future. Mm. I think there are better methods, as you lot said. But one thing I will say is, do you think that... Um, it can affect a kid's mental health. Of course. Like, of course. Of course. Of so course. that's that's why I would be afraid of to course. kind of do it. And I think a point that Lenny just mentioned as well, um, the system that he mentioned was taking away something. Mm. It there's actually there's an actual system within like to cure mental health within that. So it's mm. like called the rewards reward system yeah. or something like yeah. that. Positive reinforcements yeah. or something like that. Something like that, yeah. yeah. So yeah. It's, it's, it's a case of where if you do something good, you get rewarded, you'll get rewarded, rewarded for it. Yeah. Yeah. If you do something bad, you'll get something taken away. And, and it influences behaviour. And uh, that will influence your mindset in actually, because you're actually going to think before doing something. So say like, oh, before I don't do my homework, let me think, I might have my PS4 taken away. Do you know what I'm trying to say? Mm, so mm, that will influence mm. your decisions that you actually I think, make, um, which I think is a better system. I think mm. naturally over time as well, that will just decrease because I feel like it was, um, I don't want to say ancient, but more like an older generation method. Yeah. Mm. So um, Africans were still doing it up until recently. Yeah. Um, There's a lot of us even, the first generation to be Yeah, yeah. And yeah. even in the like, UK, I mean, yeah. that was a thing before. Yeah. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like even in schools, they yeah. would receive yeah. physical yeah. discipline. Yeah. So I feel well, like... Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Up until the eighties, I think the they used to yeah. Yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah, like um, I was speaking to an Italian friend, you know, yeah, yeah, he yeah, was yeah. saying like in some areas they still do that in Italy. In Italy yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like what, what really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I can't so imagine that happening now because twenty twenty. That's what I'm saying. So it's like it's slowly dying out. So I feel like just overall, it won't. It will become less and less of a thing. So like most people that I talk to, like 
like first generation African, yeah. second generation, whatnot, they're, they're not going to do it with their kids. No, kind of thing. no. So but do like, you know what's weird? So, so that, that's what's weird because, so you guys have openly said that you guys got beats as a child, yeah. but you won't do that to your kids. Yeah. Yeah. But with our parents, they got beats as a child. Yeah. Yeah. They transferred that onto their But again, do you know what? Let me just say that quickly. Again, we're first generation in this country. Do you know what I mean? So for us, we saw a different way to them. They didn't yeah, get that experience. Yeah, yeah. So, Wait, so, so yeah, we're first generation here. Just... Yeah, first, first yeah, generation yeah, yeah, in the UK. Yeah. So we're, that we're the ones that grew up here and whatnot, and yeah. we got we got exposed to a different way of life. Yeah. Whereas with them, that's what they knew, what they and knew. They, and, yeah. and they did the best of what they knew. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So I can't really fault them on that. But because I have that information, now, I know that I could. Do that. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, it's like a generational cycle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's that's all I. What about you, Mate? You be quiet on this one. I didn't really get like beats as a child obviously like my parents were quite um i feel a bit like um kabir said like just sort of their presence was enough to kind of mm. kind of just like get me yeah, from this yeah exactly mm. from this stuff um i thought like, personally my parents always trusted me like since a young age like they've always kind of trusted me to like even when i've done stuff that was like like wrong or wasn't right i feel like they always for some reason like they always did trust me like i don't i don't think that i would um I think I'll try to deploy that tactic to methodology mm. to like my kids where mm. it's what you were saying earlier Mom, isn't it? I think it's like if you kind of trust your show that you trust like that your child they're going to be more open to you about your problems and then talk mm. through your problems with them mm. and try to find solutions rather than sort of like as Mike said if you know that the consequence is going to be getting hit and then you're trying to lie yeah. about the situation mm. um, but also like I feel like the, the question about mental health is really important because I feel like there's a lot of kids that, especially like as I see as a counsellor, where they got problems at home where like they feel like they don't want to spend time at home because when they're at home it's a negative experience. Yeah. Then they go to school because of that negative experience they have at school, they obviously express that in school exactly as well, yeah. and then they get in trouble in school, and then they feel like they're not wanted at school as well. So basically, and and then what ends up happening is this child that the only time where they end up sort of like getting that love and that brotherhood or whatever it is. It can be it can be from the wrong people, mm-hmm. and that's how you end up with people in gangs. Like, yeah, 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 because yeah. that's the only time that that person's felt like, oh, I'm wanted here. Like, or when they're around those people, yeah. they don't they feel like it's a positive experience because they're not being shouted down at, yeah. or they're not being told, oh, you go to the corner, sit there, you're not wanted here, being embarrassed in front of other people by getting beaten up or by being talked down at. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I feel like that's why I feel like, um, as I said, like. Personally, I don't even think like beating should be mm. on the table. table. Mm. Um, I feel like, option, yeah. yeah, I feel but like, the thing is, you know, when we say be- beatings as well, it does sound very brutal. It's not beating, it's just being disciplined. Yeah, being disciplined. Yeah, yeah. But do you think, but the point I would make is, and the question I would pose is, in this day and age, mm. like if you was to just slap your kid, I feel like it's seen as. It's taboo. Much bigger, bigger thing now. Do you know what I'm trying to say to yeah. the point where it will affect the kid and think, "Oh my god!" But you know, it's funny that you say that. Just slap me. It's funny that you say that. Classified that. as child abuse now. Yes, yeah, that's, that's the thing. It's funny yeah, that you say that. Done, that's why it would affect. I remember. I remember world. growing up with your, when you're like, I don't know, in Tesco, Asda, whatever, and then if a kid's playing up. The, the parent will slap them. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. and you wouldn't you wouldn't look twice. Yeah. It was normal. But now if someone was to do that today. Bro, you get cuffed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think one of the problems that I see with a lot of parenting now, and I'm not a parent, so I can't really like, I don't want to kind of um, talk too much because I don't really, like, as I said, I don't have the experience of being a parent. But I do see like very negative examples with like technology, for example. I see kids 
at the age of like three or four and the parent don't really want to deal with them so they slap an iPad in, front, in of front of them, them yeah. and then mm. you see the kid growing up yeah. on an iPad and I feel like those kids are losing so much like, valuable lessons in terms mm. of like yeah. I remember like me and Simon grew up for example like we used to just play out on the streets like that human interaction that bond like, mm. yeah. that helps our communication skills like I think I'm a good communicator because when I was younger I used to just have to meet people I used to talk to people yeah. it wasn't being on social media I didn't get a phone until I was 16 yeah. so my only interaction with people to that point was face to face going yeah. I had to be learning how to talk to people you know it's what I'm true. saying yeah, it's true yeah. Sam actually we didn't touch up on you right? in regards right. to that with me in regards to that situation so <laughs> if, did you have beats growing up um, or yeah. no beats did you get disciplined um, yeah obviously growing up in a Filipino household and obviously being obviously just living with my mum so my mum is a single parent yeah um, trying to raise me I yeah. did get beats um, yeah. it was just more of a form of um, discipline yeah yeah so with me I was quite, I was a quiet kid but I was naughty at the same time yeah, quiet ones are the ones to a chat for yeah obviously she came here mm. from the Philippines and obviously when she was growing up the norm was to beat your child mm. so obviously growing up mm. I would get that as well mm. because that's what she, she thinks is normal mm. Mm. Um, I, I had everything man I had, mm belts at me uh, <laughs> curtain wire is it Arsenal sometimes they'll they'll, they'll get they'll get they'll um, open a duvet up right they'll put all the different the types select- of belts <laughs> yeah. and, and, then, and then they say you you come and pick the, the, the weapon of choice yeah, you yeah. Yeah. yourself yeah. it's nice it's a utility mm. belt yeah. weapons oh yeah. shit yeah. but obviously with, with me it kind of taught me discipline yeah so the thing about the thing with me is like Obviously, growing up in Hackney wasn't easy, so yeah. I didn't want to bring trouble to my mom's door. Yeah, you know, that's, that's that's the last thing I want. Yeah, and for getting beats, I kind of just you know what, I gotta leave my mom out of this. I don't want no trouble. Yeah, so kind it kind of taught me discipline in a way and responsibility for exactly, so. exactly, exactly. But obviously, touching on that though, mm. when I beat my kids, yeah, that's what I was gonna now, say. No, because okay. I think there's better ways. Like what everyone said, there's better yeah. ways of obviously um, enforcing that. Yeah, yeah. With me. I just want to have to give them that look. Yeah, they yeah. know what time it is. Yeah. Obviously, I'm going to enforce that from young. Yeah, yeah that's how it's going. From what it young. Is. So, yeah. when they're kids, so I'm not going to physically touch them or anything like that, but from once they're like a toddler or something and they're touching something they're not supposed to touch, they're going to get the look. Contact. And they're going to know from that age. Yeah. I'd, I'd, you know I mean? I'd like to think that the mum will help us out by saying, I'm going to tell daddy. So, yeah. that, that'll be another thing as well. Yeah. That'll be another yeah. thing as well. Interesting. Yeah. That's actually yeah. a very interesting topic, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the technology factor has changed a lot of things with kids nowadays though mm. I'm touching on the point that Mete mentioned because my nephew as well he's not having any like social skills he's like he's 12 years old mm. I don't see him go and play out with his friends yeah, 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 he's, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's yeah, literally on, on the computer like mm. all the time yeah touch on that um, also I went to visit this is way this is way before the, also, the pandem- pandemic happened and I went to visit my cousin also mm. my little nephew I went to okay. say hello because I was in the area and my little nephew was in his bedroom, mm. no, playing Fortnite, talking to his friends. Mm. And he's he's a sort of kid where he's socially awkward. Okay. So he doesn't like to, to meet with people, he just wants yeah. to hang out yeah. and just, you know, play his PlayStation. Yeah. And I actually had to go out with my cousin saying, like, look man, it's a sunny day, let's take him to play outside and make friends. Yeah. And my cousin's like, Oh, that's what he wants to do, that's what he wants to do. But you can't even talk to them man. That's literally what you I was gonna I mean? say, man. I feel like I see a lot of kids within my family's all that yeah. are around that age group. Like for us, when I was at that age group here, yeah, pre-teens and even early teens, to, to have fun, you go out, 
me up with your yeah. friends, you go yeah. play football like, that's, that's play what football, all the adventure yeah. chase girls, yeah, that's what all do you know what I mean? Yeah. Nah, you'd rather have his PlayStation on the console and, and chat to your friends. Chat to his friends. I don't get that, boy. <laughs> yeah. I don't get that. What do you yeah. might think of that, actually? Of, um, you know what? Yeah. what I'll, give you, I'll, I'll give you my two pence on that, right? Yeah. So my youngest brother's four years younger than me. Yeah. He's exactly how you described it when you say he was your cousin. Oh, my yeah. nephew. Your nephew. My little nephew. Um, all he would do, play Xbox, play PlayStation, yeah. talk to friends via the, the online, headset. Online yeah. headset, headset. Mm. I was happy with that. The only reason being is because... Keeps the man out of the street and the gangs and stuff like that. That's, yeah. the, that's the only yeah. reason that I was happy with that. I get that. Yeah. I get, I get that as well, but at first that's what I was thinking. But then mm. they're missing out in so much that life has to offer because sooner or later they're going to be out in the real world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot yeah, of exactly. the character building experiences actually do happen in the street. Mm-hmm. Do you know what mm-hmm. I mean? It happens <laughs> in the parks. It happens in the yeah. states. It happens yeah. in the yeah. road. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and like this guy, well, you know, talking about um, he's, he's socially awkward. Mm. Like he won't have a conversation. You can't have a conversation with you. Mm. Mm-hmm. He's like thirteen. Mm. So you can't have a conversation with it. He, look, he looks on the floor. Man, like he can't. Yeah, he doesn't yeah. have that sort of interaction. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. No, so his only sort of interaction is a school. But yeah. he's a goody two shoes. He does his work and obviously goes yeah, on. Yeah. Um, but I was telling my my, my cousin, look, let's let him outside, man. Like yeah. it's a sunny day. There's kids playing that. Let him make friends. Did you feel that with the rate of sorry? I know you want to say something, but um, do you feel that with the rate of knife crime and how it's always spoken about in the media and stuff like that all over London? Mm. Do you feel that that makes a lot of parents scared for their kids in the sense of like they don't but want to let their thirteen-year-old son out and, and about? And this was going to be my point. It shouldn't because it no. comes back to your point about trust. If you've instilled the right values into a child and the right like sort of you've brought them up in the right way. When they're put into those decisions, mm. you've got to trust them to be able to make those decisions. My friend, my friend, what are you talking about? If what? I want to go and stab someone, if for real, Shanka Murphy, thousand dollars, you can't. No, I'm talking. I'm talking. I'll still poke your son. I'm talking to you about your son hanging around with certain people. Do you know what I'm saying? So when I was younger, for example, like I knew, like you know this happened, didn't it? Like we grew up right next to Pembury, Mother Square, all of these like estates, for example, where obviously gang there was a lot of gangs, but. I always knew what limit was. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like for example, I had three or four friends who obviously I'm not going to name on the podcast where they were part of that, mm. and we used to hang about with them all the time. But there were certain times where we you didn't just, hang about with them, and they'll they'll hang they'll ask true. us to come out, and we we won't go. No. We knew that we didn't want to go. There. That's because you knew from right from wrong. Exactly, yeah. Because our parents okay. taught us. Well, where do you well where do you draw the line? So let's say a lot a lot of the situations that happen where people do get into trouble, and sometimes that serious trouble is because shit just happened. On a whim, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So let's say, for example, he said he's your friend, yeah, and like you just, you know, meet up with him as you normally do, and then I don't know, um, situation arises, he does something stupid, but then just because you're with him, you're with him, you could get into trouble, you could get arrested or whatever. Do you know what I mean? It's that where do you draw the line? Because if you grow I up in these kind of areas, it's, it's quite easy for think, you to get. I think luck has a part to play. A hundred percent luck. Like has, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I think mm. social influences is like the biggest. Yeah, peer point. pressure is a motherfucker. I mean, <laughs> you, need to, you need to hang around with the right kind of people. Play on that yeah. for a second. When you say luck, luck has a part to do with it because, um, like, when we're kids, I feel like the friendship groups when you're growing up are a lot larger than they are now. Yeah. You kind of like now it's more so like okay, cool, you pick friends based off like personality traits I like this mm. person this person mm. when you're growing up it's just like we're all in the same area we're all friends we'll go to the so yeah. if it's a group of 15 people there's gonna be there's two, three, four, five gang bangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. We all have we all have those friends. So it's like growing up, you 
because they're your friends, you're gonna hang around with them, right? Mm. On the wrong time, on the wrong day, they could get into a situation which you involves, back it. yeah, which you involves back it. you. Yeah. And now you're caught up. I, I ain't got a back no one, bro. What? Nah, no, go fuck. It's not even that. It's not even backing. It's mm. like, let's say, for example, um, you get into a situation where your friend now is beefing someone. That mm. person now approaches your friend, or and they. They're punching they your friend, your you're face. with them. So you're, it's like, cool. your face. they've punched you up, whatnot. They've punched mm. up the guy, and then the guy retaliates, shanks them. That's it. You, you could be on your way to yeah. school oh, now to see your face. Oh, fuck. You know what is it? Yes, we all had like those those friends, yeah. And we, we had a lot of that learning at school as well, yeah. But again, like, I knew when to distance myself from those people. So, for example, mm. outside school, I wouldn't hang about with them. Mm. Does that make sense? Okay, that's fair enough. Mm. Yeah, that's you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the other thing is as well, like I'm not being funny. If I, even if I was walking with them outside on the street and there was a fight, I'm not gonna get. I'm not gonna just defend them just because I'm out with them. But you do realize what comes with that. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. so like, for example, let's say if that happens now, your friends that could easily turn into a situation where cool, you've come back the next day. That's happened to him. You didn't get involved. So now the group's turned on you. Mm. Yeah, but they're looking at you like, you're not even a real friend. So now you have the problem of dealing with your friends who are now your enemies. Here's where character plays in, because I don't know about you guys, but me, I always made it clear who's my friend and who's someone I know, and we just just happen to play football together. Mm. So I always made that clear. Mm. So, Mm. There, there was that, that's where the distinction. But that's a rarity, bro. The majority yeah, of kids, majority of kids, do not think character. like that. Oh, what? Now that's my boy. Still, do you know what I mean? What yeah. are you chatting about, bro? You get me, mm. and then that's how shit happens, man. Mm. But yeah, man. I guess it's one of those things, one of life's great mysteries. You know what I mean? That we we grew up in this shit. Yeah. Our kids are probably gonna grow up in this shit, and it but, just continues, man. The other thing is, you can't live in fear, man. You can't like, all the can't, time, man. and just be like, oh, just because there are shit happening out there, I'm not. It's the same thing for being online, right? So you're saying, for example. I'm not gonna let my kids out there because they potentially may get stabbed. Keep your kids online on the on the on those Xbox on on thing online. They might be talking to a paedophile. They mm. might be talking to mm. a terrorist sympathizer. Mm. That that's also a risk. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? It's so part of life, isn't there, it? There's a risk everywhere. There's a risk in everywhere. What you need to do is equip them with the skills as much as possible. Exactly. Minimize them. Yeah, and then they need to be, make the informed decision yeah. based mm. on the, the decisions you've given them. Yeah, and trust them. No, and another that. thing I wanted to put my my little touch on it is um, youth clubs. Yeah, mm. oh. youth clubs. I don't know what's happened to them now, uh, but I think I hope, I, hope, I hope they come back because going into a youth club it taught me life skills. Mm. Yeah, it taught me how to conduct myself around other people, and obviously it's made me meet good people as well. Mm. And being in a youth club is a lot better than just hanging out in the streets, man. Mm. I don't know mm. why they've 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 taken that off and not funded it or whatever. The other good I thing, come back. the other good thing about youth club that I liked is. Um, what they tended to do is like they would see um, potentials within people yeah. outside of the education system and try and push you in yeah. those regards. Like so it's that, like, yeah. oh, he's good at football. Let's see how we can help him in that. Or he's good at painting. Let's see how we can help him with, with that. that. With yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I like that side of it. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I also think it makes you multi-talented as well. Like mm-hmm. there are certain things that, like, I'm, like I know, for example, I'm really good at like pool, like table tennis. I shared table tennis. I smoked you the other day, man. He's <laughs> <laughs> a waffler. Uh, Matt Hancock. But no, man. I feel like this is a good place. Don't worry, man. I like Liverpool's gonna leave. Don't worry, man. This is gonna be a Ballon d'Or. But this is a good place for us. 
He's got more Ballon d'Ors than Liverpool's got. Bro, but do you know what the worst thing is? You're such a big fan of football, but you don't even support a team. Like. It's fine, bro. He supports a player, Messi. So you know I'm when, when people, this point, wait, wait, hold up. You know when people talk about, ah, oh, how many leagues did you win? Blah blah. blah. You gotta ask him how many Ballon d'Ors. Uh, let's, 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 let's take this on a plan. Let's take this on a plan, man. I'm just gonna say one last thing, one sentence, and we're gonna end this. Yeah. Liverpool didn't win. No, no, it's not even about that. I've been. To new camp uh, more than you've been uh, to, to Anfield. Anfield. Second thing, <laughs> I've been you to Barcelona. No, I've Messi, been to Ryan, which is my like home country club. Mm. Yeah, twice that's in a different continent. Mm. I've had to take a plane. I've travelled to Newport Airport. <laughs> take a plane. Get to Istanbul. Istanbul is a big city, bro. No, but what yeah. side of Istanbul is it? Is it the European yeah. side or the Asian side? Like Istanbul, that's what I'm it that takes one. you two hours <laughs> to get to the airport, innit, Lenny? Yeah, and an extra hour to get to the thing after you book a thing. You're, you it, live it, like two hours you know, away. Um, I don't want to start another discussion, but yeah, I'm yeah, against yeah. you for this one. I don't. I, I, I don't How many like times have you been to Old Trafford? Once. Yeah, that's the reason. But um, I don't like when people use going to games as a measure of um, how much of a fan you are. Mm. Yeah. Because mm. you going doesn't mean you're a fan. You just went. You had, it's like you going could actually easily just you know what be, the Wait, wait. It's like you going could actually easily just be an opportunity. Yeah. yeah do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's like, let's say, for example, the dad is like a season ticket holder. Yeah. As the son, you might not be that interested in football, but you're just going to go yeah. because yeah. it's there. Yeah. I know. No, it's no, it's 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 I'm sure all them six times that he went Newcamp, the pure reason wasn't to go to watch the basketball. Don't lie to the listeners, bro. Don't lie to the listeners, man. Give them the truth. Six times to Barcelona just to watch the game. Let's let's go. Okay, cool. Wait, wait, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. Hold up. I can end it right now. I can end it right now. Wait, wait, hold up. I can end it right now. We went Barcelona in January. You're telling me your core reason for going Barcelona was to just watch the game? No, it wasn't, bro. Why are you lying? It was a terrible game. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go, man. Guys, go find a vaccine, man. Here's a question for you: Talk about Messi more than Corona. It's just so confident that Liverpool's so sick. Yeah, bro, we're not even talking about how sick Liverpool is. Listen, typical politicians say he's not even keeping. Everyone say to you: If you're so confident, yeah, just come back next season and win, isn't it, bro? Come back next season and win. You're not keeping stop it, bro. It's not that deep, man. Look, there's more important serious. No, honestly, yeah, it really like pisses me off that there is a lot of serious shit happening right now. Same, same comment. NHS staff, NHS staff haven't got adequate PPE. Bro, you could have spoken about that at the start of the (laughs) podcast, bro. We're talking about football. Try to conclude the podcast at least five times, guys. This this is this is out of my control right now. You mentioned these same points (laughs) on the discussion of football, not the discussion of PPE equipment. Guys, I just want to say one thing, and I'm off. What PPE is? Ma- mad passion. Talking about PPE is now. Mad passion. When we're talking about football. Alright, my, my name got dragged in as well for no reason. I'm just an innocent bystander. As, 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 <laughs> as a participant of the podcast, yeah. I'd like to just say ten seconds. Yeah. And then I'm out. Yeah. yeah. I'll finish it. There are. <laughs> there are. What annoys me about local fans is that there are very serious things out there in the world right now. We're talking about people like life and death. We're talking about economies. We're talking about young people's futures, mental health. All of these very shit. Yeah. Ten seconds are up, man. Yeah. Yeah. Ten seconds are up. Probably about five hundred things. Wrap it up. However, wrap it up. You got selfish Liverpool fans who are only concerned about Liverpool. Yeah, wrap it up. Lenny, Lenny, conclude this topic. Conclude this topic. So, um, the meaning of a debate, a formal discussion on a particular matter in what which a public meeting or legislative assembly 
in which opposing arguments are put forward. Mm. Right? Okay? That. The man doesn't support a football team. Yeah. Why are we having an argument? <laughs> oh. end, of, end of discussion. That's, that's, that's a good-